I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, I'm trying to turn us in some, turn us in some. Yeah, I'm trying to turn us in some, turn us in some. And we ain't tripping on some because stars I stars. Chrome wheels, candy paint, bring the balls out. Yeah, I'm trying to turn us in some, turn us in some. Yeah, I'm trying to turn us in some, turn us in some. And we ain't tripping on some because stars I stars. Chrome wheels, candy paint, bring the balls out. Yeah, I'm trying to turn us in some, on the go. Holla at my partner for some drinks that I could pour. Getting candy dripping while I'm dripping on the boat. Horizontal sideways trunk might explode. Get it to the spot where the strippers show me love. They got the five wings and I love the groove. Trying to get my mind off my bitch back at home. Searching for a freaky papa dying to turn me on. Yeah, I'm trying to turn the sinister. Turn the sinister. Yeah, I'm trying to turn the sinister. Turn the sinister. I've been in this five, slowing up Nas, four hours and ten years. I could divide. That's one. Let's say say two. Two of them shits was due. One was hmm. That other was illmatic. That's a one hot album every ten year average, and that's so lame. Nigga, switch up your flow. Your shit is garbage. What you trying to kick knowledge? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Aaron, and we're in the house on a Thursday night edition of the podcast. Yes, we are, sir. Uh, just ready. Starting off the show with Nas Slender. Uh, <laughs> I, guess. I believe in taking care of your kids. Yeah, right. Um, so people on vocal know what that is, and the people that get the podcast won't. <laughs> That's so, true. That's one reason to listen to the show live. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, man. Um. This is the Blackout Tips podcast, a comedy podcast we do three times a week, hosted by me and my lovely wife. Um. The motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Yep. Yep. Um. And uh, let's talk about ways to contact the show uh first of all we're both on twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t <coughs> the show twitter is tbgwt we also have stuff like um you can leave five star reviews on itunes we read them all on the show 
but what if I don't? What if I'm an alien that just landed on the planet and all I know how to do is use a computer? How do I leave a five star review, Karen? You leave it by five star review by getting on our internet for you aliens out there and going to iTunes.com and making an account if you already have. Uh, any Apple uh, products, you can go straight to the Black Apple Tips. And um, on the corner, to so say uh, write a review, click on it, write a review, and leave us five stars, please. Yeah, and we'll, we'll read anything that uh, that you have to say, as long as it's five stars. If it's, uh, yes. if it's below five stars, we won't read it. If it's above five stars, I would like to read that, too. But, um, you know, it's kind of impossible. Yeah, if they make it above five stars, our standards will go as high as the stars. Right. Um, of course, you can also uh, email us, theblackoutists at gmail.com. Hit us up on uh, Podomatic, uh, Stitcher Radio. You can like us and share us. If you listen to us on Stitcher, make sure you hit that twi- Twitter button or the Facebook button and tell people what you're listening to. Um, it's really good way to spread word about the show, and it moves us up in their rankings for the most shared podcasts and stuff like that, which always is a good thing for us. Yes, um, it is. So you think of free ways to help the show, that's a free way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to theblackouttips.com, and while you're there, you can donate your account. You can actually donate money to the show. You can subscribe to the web page so you get an update every time we post something. Uh, you can uh, go to our store. You can check out our Tumblr. There's, like, click around. There's shit you do there. And th- there's no ads on our site. So, mm-hmm. like, the only, you know, you don't have to worry about being annoyed or redirected somewhere else. Nope. Um, the only ads on Again, our site. pointless pop-ups. Right. The only ads on our site are things where it's like, hey, check out what Shadow Dog Productions are sponsors, advertising, or Adam and Eve. Mm, yes, sir. But there's no, like, clicks or uh, pop-ups or, yeah, redirects. Like, it's, it's a clean site. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't been to the Blackout Test, but you've been listening, uh, check it out, man. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the fact that, uh, we're not there to fuck around, people. Nope. Um, also... You know, you can donate your account to us so we can use social media to spread the word. Yes. There's a button right on the right-hand side. Do that. Um, and we also post our guest spots, and we've been kind of busy. I was on uh, the uh, the Evening Jones, the Bomani Jones, talking mm-hmm. about Penn State and the NCAA. Uh, both of us were on Beating the Block mm-hmm. uh, with my man Kev and Montoya's. Um, and we, uh, were just talking about a bunch of random stuff. Yes. And, uh, we were both on, of course, spoiled movie reviews. Yes, uh, sir. The dark, we reviewed The Dark Knight last night, so if you've mm-hmm. seen it, or you don't ever plan on seeing it, or you just don't give a fuck about spoilers, you can go check that out. And our guest was, uh, Elon James, and we had a very reasonable discussion. Yes, uh, we did. Because everybody knows <laughs> that, uh, he's kind of been down on the movie, and we said, hey, Christopher Nolan fans get a bad rap. Everybody says all you guys do is bitch and complain and threaten anyone who disagrees with you. And you're not addressing the criticism. And I think we really took that stereotype to task last night and mm-hmm. uh, showed people that you can be reasonably disagree and uh, everything can be fine. So it can. make sure you guys check that out. Um, I don't know what else to tell them to check out, Karen. The uh, Oh, Karen was on... Uh, Casual conversation. Yeah. Uh, and she was talking with Sherry, and uh, I believe Scar joined in. Yes, so. he did. We had a blast. It was kind of ladies' night. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. And uh, we are sponsored. We're double sponsored, indeed. Actually, uh, today's podcast is sponsored by the iTunes single fries. That's right, Karen. 
You know who stars in Fries? Me and you, baby. That's right. Starring your very own Rod and Karen. Mm-hmm. And according to Dexter here on the ad, it says, and she be cussing him out. You know you <laughs> love it. She does be cussing me out. I do. It sounds like it's a popular one. And for those of you who haven't heard it, everybody that's heard it has hit me up on Twitter and Facebook and tell me how it was hilarious. I had a good time doing and it. And no one hits me up about it. So <laughs> Oh, they don't. I'm sorry. Apparently, <laughs> I was not. the show. I wasn't funny enough or uh, you, uh, apparently uh, people just wanted to see me get cussed out for so long. They don't give a fuck. Nope. So, yeah, y'all guys got to check it out, man. Uh, fries on iTunes. Uh, iTunes. Um, just search for iTunes for my name, Roderick Morrow, and or Fries, and you'll find it. <laughs> and they would love if you blew up the YouTube tre- teaser trailer for the next movie that uh, Dex is undertaking. It's In the Goodbye. In the Goodbye. And uh, if you want to cancel out the hater who gave it a thumbs down. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody came through and just immediately gave it a thumbs down without even looking at shit. Um, you know how people on on YouTube do? It's just, just like go around just thumbs down everything. Right, thumbs down, and then just be like fag or something. It's like what? What? Why are we doing this? They have um, nothing better to do with their lives. So it would be really cool if the fans could out, you know, kind of take some time to help out our uh, one of our sponsors by, you know, um, just going through and offsetting that shit because. Mm-hmm. You know, haters shouldn't get the win sometimes, people. Say that again. And uh, I think there's nothing wrong with Dexter depending on us and the fans to kind of offset that shit. And uh, I'll put a link in the chat right now where you guys can kind of go in and if you want to just click on like it. Uh, and also, if you don't watch it, still like it. Yes. <laughs> like it. Yes. It don't even matter. Just like it. Help a motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, just give them a thumbs up or something and, uh, you know, maybe leave a comment or whatever. Um and uh yeah that'll be out on dvd in a couple of weeks yes and so let's go ahead and um let's go ahead and help that man out all right because he's helped us guys he's helped us a lot yes he has and i will post it on twitter um real quick uh bam all right and let me see what else we have another sponsor but i gotta cue up some sexy music because mm-hmm. i can't just go straight into uh the sponsor without mm-hmm. we got to be sexy with them baby yeah some type of uh some type of love love gotta going be going on, on. Yes. yes see what i can think of here that uh people be having sex to um because it's very important that they you know the people are are having sex at this part so if you want to Take, go ahead and get started. Yeah, y'all want to go ahead and start taking clothes off now. I'll, I'll just play this. Yeah, in the, in the stripping. It's okay. Uh, here you go. There you go. Yeah, people be fucking to this, right? Yeah, I think this is mm-hmm. prime fucking music. <clears throat> or should I say making love? Yes, because your name is Michael Bree Love. <laughs> right. Welcome to welcome to the the black guy with the big ass tip, Michael Bree Love. <laughs> Taking you over at 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock at night. Midnight, yes, for all you ladies out there. On the quiet storm. Uh, yes. People of all genders, sexes, nationalities, creeds, and colors. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? I hope you are. Well, don't go in the kitchen and get Cholula or Texas Pete. No, mm. that's not what I'm talking about. Man, that's not hot enough. I'm talking about sexually. I'm talking about that burning hot loving, but not the kind that's disease type burn. But <laughs> not a, chem- I, I, no, not a not, chemical burn. Mm-mm. 
Well, uh, if you've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie, then here is the offer for you. Yes, sir. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time, you get 50% off of just about any one item. Any item. Pick, pick an item, people. Yes, sir. Just what? close your eyes and just eeny, meeny, miny, moe on the first screen you get to, <laughs> and 50% off of that, okay? Yes. But that's not all. Mm-mm. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift that's so sensual. I can't tell you what it is, guys. We sure can't. If I told you, I would come right now. And then we have to have a nap and end the show. So, I know, honey, because this, this Jill Scott do set the mood right. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. And to top it all off. They even throw in free shipping on your entire order, people. Yes, they do. If nothing and else, entire like, order. your whole order. If nothing else, make you come to free shipping shoes. Right. I get hard thinking about free shipping. I said that again. I guess I'm just old. Me okay. too. I like free shit. So go to adamandeve.com and get the special offer, fifty percent off of one item. Will you type in the code TBGWT at checkout? That's TBGWT. Three free DVDs, free extra gear, free shipping. I mean, essentially, that just means you pay 50% of whatever you buy, and then, like, tax, and then everything else is free. Mm-hmm. So use the offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Yes. I yes. Yes. All right. You ready to do some podcasting? Let's do it. Thank you, Jill. <laughs> we got some uh, random thoughts. Uh, this is a quick one, because uh, I really don't know the answer. Um... Is calling somebody ugly also sexual harassment at work? Because, like, all the sexual education, sexual harassment education I've ever had has always been about coming on to a person mm-hmm. or, like, um, making the work environment uncomfortable by, like, say, maybe putting up a supermodel's picture or something or a naked person on your laptop or something like that. But, like, if you just constantly were telling somebody they were ugly, is that sexual harassment at work? Because it is kind of about their body and how they look, but you're just not trying to fuck them. Yes. Um, you think it is? Um, to me, I, and the reason why I personally think it is, because like you said, it's about their body and their looks and odds are it's going to be that. It's normally going to be talking towards a woman mm. versus a male. Um, and, and my thing is that it also, um, I think you, you should be able to sue for that because the thing about sexual harassment is that it affects your working environment. If you... If you at work and somebody's calling you ugly all day, guess what? That's affecting your working environment. Right. Even though you don't want them and they don't want you, it's just a simple fact that you have changed the working atmosphere. You have made it uncomfortable for them. You have made them have to adjust whatever it is they do. You make them not want to be around you and stuff like that. So um, it wouldn't be quote-unquote sexual harassment as far as, you know, breasts and titties and ass and all that stuff. But depending on how it's presented, it can be a form of sexual harassment. Hmm. This is weird. Because I, I was just wondering because, you know, all the training I've had, there's never been the scenario. Like, there's always the, you know, the sexual harassment videos. I, I'm, have you watched them before? Yes, I, I've, I've seen it before. And the thing about sexual harassment is that people who need to be paying attention to shit don't pay attention to shit. Um, like you teach your little kids, you don't, don't do it, you know, things you do in the house, you don't do outside the house, and that's how simple it is to me. 
And I think that there's certain things that people think this all right. That you know, because even in the work atmosphere, I, I'm I'm even uncomfortable with, with people flirting around me in the work atmosphere. Like that's how much I'm like, no, nigga. But yeah. some people think that that's cool in the, in in the working atmosphere, and I don't. Well, it's kind of like. Uh, First of all, like the sexual harassment videos, I, no one takes them serious. No, because they're pointless and they're corny. Yeah, like they're more funny than anything else. Yes, and they like, are. The shit in the videos are things that it kind of feels like over the top. isn't going to happen. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's just so ridiculous where it's just like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, why don't you stay late? And uh, if you stay late, maybe you can uh, do something for me. I can do something for you. And then like on the screen, it's like tit for tat. This type of harassment means that you do yes. a favor and shit like and, that. And I don't know if they'll get sued, like, if they really show sexual harassment. Because they really don't show sexual harassment, if that makes sense. Like, they right. almost have actors, pretends, almost like the old Batman. Pow, bang, boom. You know, what the fuck is this? Was this a kid's cartoon, you know? My favorite part about all sexual harassment videos is the forced diversity uh yes yes like it's it's always one asian one black man one white woman yeah (laughs) one indian man one chinese man it's like they got to have reading rainbow up in there you be like word that's what we doing june is going to harass thomas right now hey thomas i'm grabbing (laughs) your balls it's like well i don't know if that would happen in the office Mm -mm. but then there's like all these like weird questionable situations that aren't really harassment or you know happen a lot like people dating in the office yeah and the policy on like dating in the office is always some like really vague shit like well just don't take it too far it's like well that's actually the most likely shit to happen so what's the rule yeah and and depend and depend on the company you work for some companies i have policies against like upper management you know dating lower management and things like that um and it depends it's very very vague when it comes uh to that um because I got to work here, so for most people, working with somebody you're dating is not good. Because if y'all break up, it's going to be chaos in the working atmosphere. That's why they discourage that a lot. I would actually like a video of realistic outcomes of mixing sex and work. That's yes, what I would like. Like, yes. uh, like, instead of just the sexual harassment video, just change it to sex at work. And you have people like dealing with like crazy exes and shit. Or like, that, you know, someone yeah. stalking you or sending you... Uh, fucked up emails and shit yes, like that or, or cracking sexual jokes around right. you you know because that's sh- that stuff happens that shit really happens it's like why you shouldn't date somebody at work and then it's like two dudes sitting at the cooler he's like yeah so i was fucking sharing in the ass right and let me tell you something she is a who are and then sharon walks in it's like oh uh, uh the, the game was good last night yes. he's like, that's why you shouldn't and be the, dating at work and the thing about uh sexual harassment is that um people still treat sexual harassment like the 1980s sexual harassment has changed a lot and something i realized in videos that they don't do they don't do same-sex sexual harassment a lot of the sexual harassment is always opposite sex and it's Mm. always male versus female it's never a female over male or male and male or female female i once saw a man man sexual harassment video oh you did yeah and the thing is everybody as mature as adults pretend to be everybody was cracking up like they was laughing like "Mm mm-hmm like Look at these two dudes. But, but that's the real thing. It's like, John, why don't you stay after work? And all this shit. <laughs> this is, like, kind of funny. Like, because you never see it in the video. And plus, it's so corny, man. Like, yes. It, and, like, they never say anything. Like, the, the thing that the videos always make it seem to me, like, sexual harassment is being corny enough to get turned down. Yes. It doesn't but, but, really but seem like no. it's harassment. Like, 
to me sexual harassment would be like just walking up to somebody and grabbing their titties or something where it's like there's no two ways to argue that or like um you know uh like trying to come on to somebody uh way too strong and not stopping but a lot of times it'll just be a corny like hey why don't we go out on a date and it's like no i don't want to it's like oh come on i'll give you a promotion yeah it's like well that's just fucking corny like and and it's over the top and and a lot of times they don't do like the subtle sexual harassment like they like they don't really show you how sexual harassment progressed like in a working environment it might stop well you know you want to go on a date no okay then it's you know do you know next thing you know i'm getting emails next thing you know you know you looking at a database finding my phone number calling me at home yeah yeah i'll find an information personal information about me and things like that like that's the that's the realistic sexual harassment here's how here's how i think they should do it right this will fix the entire problem instead of hiring these like acting troops to do these like really cheap low budget uh you know infomercials about sexual harassment how about this you take the first three minutes of all 80s porn and just put that (laughs) shit on the tape and play that play that dvd because that's actually textbook sexual harassment every time ain't it though even though they do get the fuck that's the truth like yes that's what i imagine sexual harassment is is like hey uh are you gonna stay late and do some dictation wow wow <laughs> yes you know because then it's like yeah that dude's definitely trying to fuck that lady there's mm. no two ways about it <laughs> you know? i know do you like to top in on this piece i like to top you off girl right bam, bam. you've been doing a really bad job around here lately and uh i think that uh i'm gonna have to let you go and then it's like oh no i'll do anything anything and just stop it stop it before the fucking and the nudity and then be like now what happened in that scene it was like well it's clearly that that lady's not a very good secretary and should be fired yes she should right and the part where he started uh unzipping his pants is that sexual harassment look like sexual harassment to me okay class dismissed no more don't do that like i said man in our job there's a lady says behind me she got um uh shamar moore on her desktop nobody gonna say anything because we know she's not sexually harassing anybody you know quite to be quite honest i mean if it was a dude it might be different but nobody's like walking by like i feel uncomfortable here uh shamar moore it keeps staring at me and uh (laughs) like he wants to bounce me clearly clearly um this is a dangerous environment all right what's your random thought karen give me one of them cool my first run i got my ears cleaned out a while ago mm-hmm. and they use uh water guns and that shit felt good and i don't know why that's a random thought <laughs> yep <laughs> okay yep i mean because because i have a <laughs> my ears filled up a lot of wax mm-hmm. so when they uh when she looks down my ear canal she can't see my eardrums so they have to clean my ears out so this is the first time i ever had the water gun done and so it, 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 I thought it, it looks like a miniature super soaker. Mm. So it like pushes water in and it suctions all at the same time. Um. And I could feel the pressure in my ears and that shit felt really, really good. And I was just wondering, you know, could I get a super soaker to really feel that good? Uh, first of all, do not put a fucking super soaker in your ear. <laughs> like that's not, that, that doesn't sound real good. Um, no, no, not, no, I wouldn't use super soaker in my ears. Mm-mm. Did you have an eargasm while she was in there? Uh, I might as well have had an eargasm, yeah. Oh, it sounds kind of hot. This might be some sexual harassment. I, uh, <laughs> in the doctor's office, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um so 
how how warm is the water when they do that? It's um room temperature like like and 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 it's it's one of the things that they they actually have changed the technology but they actually hook it up to a machine and they can adjust the um thrust per se that's why that's probably why i turn it on they can adjust how powerful it is but yeah that that that's something that, um it made me think hmm I, this right here right here might be something i buy from adam and eve a super soaker uh sex toy mm, okay well <laughs> that is a pretty odd right that's very definitely a random thought uh yes that is a random thought not really familiar with the uh ear uh super soaker guns at the at the doctor's office is it kind of like the dentist thing that they spray your, your your mouth out with or no yeah it's it's, it's similar to that but but it's it's and it's weird though because uh she uh messed around and was trying to get the do right she shot it on the wall and <laughs> oh. she was sweating everything up <laughs> that's why it made me think of the gun like that's the thing about doctors man because doctors are a little bit you know overrated but we always think of them as like these extreme professionals and all this shit but like you didn't feel a little bit nervous when she turned the fucking thing on and did a cum shot on the wall with the super soaker and, and was like, oh, wait, I got it down. Let me put this in your fucking ear. Like, no part of you was like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. You can't even fucking turn it on, right? Why, why do I want you messing with a delicate uh, part of my body that can't grow back? I, I, I guess for me, uh, this is better than how it used to be. I don't know for those of you that's kind of old. They don't use, they, before this, they used to take this long uh, metal pipe and use actually scrape your eardrums like scrape down in your ears which was nerve-wracking and so and they actually used to flush water down in your ears and they didn't have suction so it was, it was just terrible but uh now with this i really um like and no and i must no she really didn't scare me with it um she just told me that if it was too hard let her know that's how i was you know am i crazy so i'm like oh too hard what is you doing what is what is we about to do up in here lady uh yeah I, what a gun. i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of that uh like I, I think that uh the assumption is that like doctors aren't like us but you gotta figure doctors are a lot like us at our job of course like we kind of know what we're doing but we can't always give a fuck and there's shit that you don't do every day Mm-mm. so i don't know man it just seems weird when somebody's just like let me just turn this fucking <laughs> super turn so this, gone. yeah and put it in your ear come here girl all right um I, i'll do one now um i don't know if uh everybody's into this but uh you know if you ever had to kill a bug um i notice when i go to the like insecticide aisle there's like all these different types of killers and stuff and it's like ant killer uh such and such killer um am i the only one that always gets hornet and wasp killer no matter what i think that's just you like i feel like that shit is the coat like that shit is the ak-47 of the fucking uh yeah. bug killing world some people come in and they like i'm on a specific item so they'll bypass that because they might not have off so they're like right. why the hell am i See, getting i, I want the nuclear bomb because it's always the biggest bottle it's always the now, it is jumbo now wasp are the biggest fucking things and the hardest to kill um and the you know the ones that you want dead the fastest so it's like if i spray wasp killer on a roly-poly that nigga that, dying too he done like yeah now that's one thing i can't say about your wasp spray i don't care what it is we spray that shit on anything it's dying <laughs> like that's the worst thing because like people will be like oh you know uh you don't need to use wasp spray on this just spray some some uh bleach on them or some shit i'm like nigga that that takes too long i don't think you understand the amount of death i need to happen right away <laughs> yeah i need instant death yeah i don't want to check again I, and see you still twitching i would like to just be like yeah he gone 
No, and I'm glad you started spraying that stuff because I remember at one of the old apartments, it was, they said it's a water bug. I didn't know what the fuck a water bug was, but it was this huge ass thing just moving around me it's one a roach. day. It's yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know that. All I know is that that motherfucker was huge. That's and, what white people call roaches, water bugs. Yeah, I never heard of water bugs. All I know is a big ass bug. Yeah, water bugs are roaches that live by white people and do too good. So it's like they be eating and shit. Yeah, like, and so they get to get jumbo yeah. big. Like, remember we went to that cookout that time? on that rooftop yes we, it got dark all of a sudden roaches started coming out and like the, the roaches were coming out like they were used to people that's what was yeah, weird they probably were like they came out like what's up fellas y'all got some uh chicken left or something let me get on that i was like what the fuck how is nobody <laughs> twitching or nothing like, running I'm, scampering right, away None I'm, of like, this I'm, I'm going inside man this we should not it's like oh no 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 those aren't roaches, right? Those they're just water bugs. Like get the fuck out of yeah, here! Fuck that, cause uh, this is a roach on steroids. A big ass roach, and I don't know if you ever seen one, but that was my first and last time seeing one. Yeah. And I'm glad you got the good stuff, cause I don't know what the hell we had before. But I fucking used that whole can on that motherfucker. I, yeah. I used it to put no more in there. I was like, fuck that, you ain't moving yeah. no more. White white people roaches be on like HGH and shit, and then they come up with these cute names for them, like they not roaches no more. Like I'm, I'm looking at it with my eyes. Like no, that that's a roach. Mm-hmm. No, no, Rod. Yeah, that's just bigger cousin. Uh, Fuck that. It's, it's a palmetto bug. Like mm-hmm. this, a palm, ain't no palmettos around here, nigga. That's a fucking roach. <laughs> ain't palmetto a tree? Yeah, like that's a roach, dog. You have roaches in your house, and you need to be killing them. Yeah. And this ant spray, they eat ant spray, dog. They mm, eat ant what? spray. That shit like water. Ooh, get away. Yeah, ant spray is like hot sauce to them. It's like, oh, you put some ant spray on this chicken? Thank mm. you for that chalula you just fed me. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use wasp spray for, to kill everything, dog. That shit works. Regardless I mean. of size or dangerousness. <laughs> I, I clear. Like, I see a ladybug. I'm like, let me get my wasp spray. Uh, we we don't give a damn. Yeah. That's everything. Everything taking a hit of that. I'm not, I don't believe in peaceful coexistence with certain type of bugs. If the spider don't kill it, mm, Fuck nah, that. I don't mm. feel like it would do the same for me. Mm-mm. I don't no, feel like I don't mm-mm. feel the love. Like I said, I don't knock on your, I don't knock on their front door and crash their house. Don't be fucking crashing mine. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's harmless. It's a silkworm. Well, mm-hmm. now it's a dead worm. A dead silkworm. Fuck that, man. Make silk now. Like if they actually sold a nuke in a can for bugs, I would buy that <laughs> shit. Yes, sir. Like if it had like your own like bug holocaust like machine <laughs> with like ghettos and everything, I would just line those motherfuckers up. I have no patience and no sympathy. For, I'm I'm against bugs. I'm I'm bug cyst or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. I'm I'm anti bug. Yeah. All right, you got another one. Uh yes, I've realized that uh being nice is not that common. Mm. Um and the reason why I said it is because uh you met people or something. Cause that's how I found out. <laughs> that and the fact that I had Roger had took me to the pharmacy to pick up some medication, and when I had got there, um, they didn't have the whole prescription. They had like a piece of it. And when I walked up, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pick up my medication." She was she read the little thing. She was like, "Oh, we don't have a piece of it." She was like, "We had, um, but if um, we had the rest of it tomorrow." She was like, "You could take this now and don't worry about it." And I looked at, I was like, "Why am I gonna make an extra trip?" Just wait till tomorrow and you know and refill it up and she looked at me like oh okay what does that mean by a piece of it what do you mean by that like if it was 30 days mm. they had like 10 or 15 oh so instead of getting like a, a 30 day your 30 days of your medicine yes. you're supposed to get 
like half a month and then come back tomorrow and get the other rest of the yeah, month. Yeah, because that's all they had at the time. Like they didn't have a whole 30 days. And I was like, uh, no point in making an extra trip right. for half my medication. I just wait one more day for it and you give it to me. And the look on her face was surprised. She looked at me and she was like, oh, okay. She was like, you're so nice. She was like, thank you very much. She was like, um, okay, well, we'll handle this for you. I was like, okay. Oh, oh yeah. I've had this happen to me before. Um, Back when you were, uh, you know, when you were in the ho- uh, coming out of the hospital and I had to go to the pharmacy and get all your medicine, make mm-hmm. sure you're taken mm-hmm. care of, um, like, I had to go to a couple places and, like, I was in line at, like, the one one store, one pharmacy, and, uh, you know, they were like, hey, we'll get to you, you know, as soon as we're uh, done with these couple of people, just, you know, let us know, what, you know, we'll let you know in a second. And I said, okay, cool. And so I'm just sitting there. And there's probably like five people in line, and everyone's just talking shit about the pharmacist. Like, just, oh, God, what's taking so fucking long? God, I hate coming here. This is, my mom needs a medicine. This is some bullshit. And I'm just sitting there not saying a word, you know, like, wow, you know, it's four people in front of us. We all want medicine. Yes. We We don't want them to fuck it up. Right. We would like for it to be correct. Yes. (laughs) Like, Like, I'll tell you what medicine I don't want. Medicine made under duress. Like, you're mixing chemicals that could save someone's life or... Getting, getting the wrong dosage or some bullshit. No. Right. The wrong, like, you go home and you think you got painkillers, you got birth control pills. Like, I need shit <laughs> no, to be no. right. I was like, like, I'm still hurting, but I can't get pregnant. Right. It's like my <laughs> blood pressure went down, but also I think... I have three nipples. What is uh? <laughs> What's going on here? So yeah, you know, I so I basically I was like, you know, um, I think I needed like two or three different type of medicines that mm-hmm. your doctor wanted for you or whatever. So you know, I'm just listening to these people, and then like they get to the line and they have the nasty it's these attitudes, attitudes. Mm-hmm. and they're pharmacists. Like pharmacists have been to school for a long time. They're smart people. This is not Walmart. Like mm-hmm. if you want to cut somebody out, cut somebody out at Walmart, dog. Cause like cutting somebody out at Walmart, it's like that nigga got that job two days ago and doesn't know where anything in the story mm-hmm. is anyway. But cussing out a fucking pharmacist. Who took biology? Right. Like, Come on, dog. They probably could just switch. Like you know what? Let me put one percent of laxatives in here and just fuck up your whole rest mm-hmm. of your month. Like I just don't get why people have an attitude with someone like that, man. I don't have an attitude with. Fast food worker. No, no. Fuck with my food. No. Right. Like, so why would you risk having an attitude with someone who is going to help you put medicine in your body? Mm-hmm. And, and and my thing is that I'm, I'm very patient with them because, like you said, you don't want them angry. You don't right. want them under duress. You don't want them making errors. You don't want them making mistakes. And they've done the studies and statistics. And people have really gotten the wrong medications before. Yeah, and talking to them, it felt like. When you talk to a person that's been in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. like how like you try to like raise your hand, like tap them on the shoulder, and then they like flinch up, like oh no, don't hit me, don't hit me, because yeah. that's how I felt talking to them. When I got up there, I was like, they were like, oh my god, I'm so sorry for the wait. I I, I know it was taking too long, and I said, oh no, 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 it's fine. It was only like ten, fifteen minutes. I'm I'm okay. And like, no, 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 I apologize. It's just unacceptable. I said, no, it's. It's fine. Uh, d- d- please don't worry about it. Mm-mm. These are the three medicines I need filled out. Okay, all right. Well, this uh, do you have it ready in like fifteen to twenty minutes? If you just want to sit down, I was like, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go to the store. I'll be back in an hour. Take your time. It's completely fine, yes. and uh, just don't don't worry about rushing through it. Mm-mm. You know, you have I see you have other people in line and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
and said okay all right we're 45 minutes or something like that i was like 45 minutes so i come back you know 45 minutes later or whatever and i'm picking up the medicine and the person's like uh oh my god it's not ready yet i'm sorry we got two of them ready i'm waiting on the other one i right, we're working on it right now i'm sorry sir i was like please calm down <laughs> It's absolutely okay that it's not ready yet. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. I just need the medicine to be right. I know it's so. Uh, you do have it all in stock. It's like, yep, we got it all in stock. I was like, then everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like, I, I'm calming them down because it's like, I don't need you mixing fucking nitroglycerin with uh somebody's <laughs> with somebody's uh other med painkiller medication mm-hmm. or something like get it right fucked up and and i, and I think the the look on the expression on her face she was just so she was shocked that i was not she was like oh okay you she, she was like you gonna pick it up tomorrow i was like yeah i'm gonna pick it up tomorrow i was like ain't, ain't no reason to pick it up half today and pick right. it up half tomorrow you people, know people are must be dicks to them that means at people, some point people, go, people come in and they go off yeah that means at some point that lady was in a situation uh, was it a lady? Or it was, was a lady. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that at some point that lady has been in a situation with someone's fucking medicine mm-hmm. where they were like, "I need thirty days of this," and she was like, "Okay, we only have uh, ten days in stock right now, but I can, uh, you know, get so we're getting some more tomorrow if you want to come back at us." Fuck that! Mm-hmm. Give me ten days right now. I want all thirty days. Get in your car right now. You go back there. You mix some medicine yeah, up, bitch. It's like they act like they, someone pulled a gun out yes. and went in the back room with them. Is like you gonna make some medicine. I know you got the ingredients. Take part of that Tylenol pill and mix it with some oxycodone. It's like y'all. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to <laughs> live, so I was like, you know what? That that's okay, baby. I, I, and I think she was just so shocked that I was so calm and cool and collected, nice, and didn't snap and didn't go off. Because when it comes to medication, you can fuck somebody up. And like you said, these are educated people. They ain't like you fucking with some dummies back there. Uh, this this random thought is for my fellas. Uh, dudes, have y'all ever noticed that when dudes hold the door open for women, that they'll hold it open all the way through the woman even walking through? They'll get out the way, let her walk in get in the door before them but and they, and and i know uh, like i already know what that's from we won't look at her ass and shit like that 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 happens to every man not <laughs> not even mad about that what what i am kind of mad about is where is the brotherhood when you hold it when you make the decision to hold the door open for a dude which is fine you know you make that decision have no problem with that we appreciate it why do we have to be a dick and let the door close right before they get to it like we hold that shit open and then you have to make some type of fucking neo in the matrix dive to get to the door in time before it closes like you have to make an athletic move like you're fucking uh you know um a wide receiver diving for a long bomb or some shit and 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 you know what i've realized that that it just depends because there are a lot of dudes that do do that but then i've had a lot of dudes that don't they gonna open the door for no fucking body even with a woman they let the door shut in your face yeah i'm just talking about the ones who do open the doors mm-hmm. but it's like a hat it's like it's like it's it's almost like when dudes hug each other and hit each other at the same time like it's a little bit of hatred in there like hurry up bitch like like cause even if you're like <laughs> like i've seen people running towards the door that some other dude is holding open yes they will still time it so that they are letting the door go and you have to speed up a little bit more yeah to, to get catch to the door. It. it doesn't matter how fucking you could be usain bolt 
someone <laughs> is going to close let the door go before you get close enough to the door to grab it yeah, I, if i hold the door but i keep i hold it up until you get down it's like if we're but if we're both touching the door is that like us doing a dp on the door or some shit is it gay i, I guess so like crossing so it's like oh we both touched the door oh nigga nasty get away from me our hands might touch on the handle i ain't gay like what the fuck are we trying to prove <laughs> it's such an asshole move man i i don't even I, like i bet i've done it not even like is it like some instinct or some shit like from the caveman days i don't <laughs> i don't know where it comes from but it's I'll such a those men. such a dick move man every fucking time it never fails it's just like hey i got that for you psych <laughs> <laughs> hurry up boy hurry up you know <laughs> anyway man um so uh the other day i was coming home from the store or uh, i was coming home from the gym and i had to go to the store real quick for some stuff for work so um i'm going to check out right mm-hmm. and um i had one earphone in because i, I like to listen to podcasts sometimes mm-hmm. when i'm like uh in the store or whatever and uh you know I'll, i'm shopping by myself so it's and not like prevent people from talking to you too you would think so for the, I, some people put both of them in. i swear to god a any headphones in my ear means talk to me to people i don't know yeah. what the fuck it is some people ignore that shit like you like and and they'll and then they'll get to with you because you get to with them because they disrupt whatever the fuck you're listening to and they act like you're interrupting them nigga you can't talk to me yeah i feel like i if i took my headphones off and looked at them on the outside it would be like please talk to me i my headphones are in that means i love to talk so you know, I, I'm listening to my headphone or whatever and listening to uh, a podcast. I can't remember which podcast I was listening to at the time. But, you know, and I'm shopping, doing all my shit. So I go to check out. And um, I actually have to be back home at a certain time because uh, we're doing an appearance on another podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I don't have time all day to be spending in here. Uh, so I go to the checkout line. There's this one dude. He has no customers and shit. I'm like, cool. This dude can bag my shit. I can get the fuck out of here. So. I go and you know we do the 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 typical like uh you find everything you're looking for mm-hmm. and I was like no uh I wanted peace on earth and uh, I didn't, <laughs> I what, didn't see the peace yeah. on earth soup what um, what owl is a uh, long lasting erection on no no I don't think you gonna find that in there yeah. uh is there a financial security uh over by the cereal mm-mm. I couldn't find financial security mm-mm. nope mm-mm. okay well thanks anyway. Uh, anyway, so I, you know, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I found everything I need or whatever. He's like, okay, you have a card with us? Like, here you go. And, you know, swipe my card. And, uh, so I'm sitting there and he goes, well, what you listening to? And I'm like, fuck. Like, I, yeah. I know, you know how you can just tell, like, this will not be the end. Like, some yeah. people, you can just go, uh, what are you listening to? And you go, oh, I'm listening to, uh, Kanye. Oh, okay, cool. And that'll be the, the end. The end of the conversation. Or, uh, what are you yeah. listening to? When it comes it's, to podcasts, no, because A, half time, they don't know what the fuck a podcast is. They're just being fucking nosy. And then if whatever you say, they probably never heard of before, which means they're going to ask you what it is. What well, is sometimes it? with podcasts, it's fine, but it's, it's the person. It's not what I'm listening oh, to that matters. Yeah, it is the person. I can yeah. tell he was that type of person because I can say podcasts, some people, they go, I don't know. I can see their mind working like, don't know what the fuck that, that is. is. And okay. I, and and I don't care. And yeah. I don't care. But I'm at work. Blah, blah, blah. So um, I'm sitting up there and I'm like, you know, I'm like, he's like, what are you listening to? And I tried to give him the stiff arm by pretending I didn't hear him and shit. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm, okay. He's like, what are you listening to? I was like, oh, mm, uh, it's, a, it's a podcast. And he's like, podcast. Podcast? I was like, yeah, it's a podcast. Oh, so he didn't know what it was. Right. He's like, what's okay. that? I said, it's, oh, it's like yeah. an internet radio show. 
and he said oh okay okay cool man i thought you might have been and it got quiet for like 30 seconds and i was like kind of getting hopeful like cool he, yeah you gonna leave me alone yeah, and check, check my, my shit, shit out. out that's right i was like cool this is gonna be easier than i thought he's like uh nah it's uh it what it's a what's a uh you, i thought you'd be listening to that life is good what the hell is a no, life he, is he said, i thought you'd be listening to that new nas that's what he said okay and i said uh nah not not yet and he's like yeah man that that, that new nas is hot man it's, it's, it's the hot for the streets you need to go ahead and get that shit and i was like Oh, okay. So here we now go. Now we're get to the, the, the fucking debate at, at, at the cash register. Right. I was like, here we go. So I was just like, yeah, man. Uh, I, I've been hearing nothing but good things, you know, because I'm trying to be like, you know, uh, civil and I'm mean, cordial. The nigga is bagging my shit up and I, you know, young black man trying to stay, keep everything positive. So I'm like, yeah, I've been hearing this. Uh, it's good. So, you know, hopefully that'll be, uh, that'll be cool, man. And he's like, yeah, man. Uh, you know that new knob, man. It's, they saying it's, it's a classic. I was like, uh, good, good for him, man. You know, I, I won't know till I listen to it. What you waiting on? I was like, just ain't listened to it yet, man. No, no problem. <laughs> like, a, like a, we don't need any. Yeah, we don't need any uh, issues here, sir. Yeah, no, no hostility. Why you boop checking out my groceries? Boop, boop, so boop. then, so then, like I'm just sitting there chilling, and at this point. I've missed like a minute of what the fuck was going on in my podcast. So you have to replay it. So yeah. like I'm I'm trying to fix my go to my iPhone and like rewind thirty seconds and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh then he go he hits me with the uh the Nas the Nas fan classic. Um Yeah, man, I mean he lost he lost the the war but uh he won but Nas won the battle. Jay and I was like, What? What are we talking about here? What, what the fuck? <laughs> just just wrinkle my macaroni and we, cheese, sir. What are we talking about here? Well, how do we give them podcast to to this shit? I was like, uh, well, um, he 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 lost the what? He's like, yeah, man, he he won the battle, but he lost the war. And I was like, who? Jay Z? You talking about Nas or Jay Z? He's like, yeah, man. I was like, that's nigga, that's old, real old. <laughs> Why are we? Why are we rehashing this shit, man? And so, you know, and I was cool until... <laughs> you know what you still said? Nigga, is you on Twitter? This- right. <laughs> like, and here's the thing. I was cool. I really was cool until this motherfucker hit me with that, the classic Nas fan line with the, yeah, man, because, you know, that takeover wasn't that hot, but the ether was, was the shit. That, that's why he won. And I was like, okay. Like, I took my headphone out and shit. <laughs> Cause it's so you like, pull out your pencil and your pad. It's like obviously we're we're gonna do this. Yeah, it's like 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 you you're not you won't allow me to just let let this roll, sir. Right, I'm trying my best to walk out the door. We don't need to exchange your pop opinions. No, we don't. We you don't. Know? Cause I got to see you again, sir, and I don't want you to give me the side eye going, "Fuck you," cause you you fucking hate Nas. Yeah, Come it's, on, dog. it's like Come on. it's like Nas fans want you to hate Nas, so that they can build up this like you hate Nas world of everybody hate Nas, but them it's like. That's not true, man. No. I, I like Nas and Jay Z, but you trying to make me pick. Yeah. And if I pick Jay, you gonna get mad at me. And I would like my shit bagged, right? So why don't we just <laughs> yes. not do this? So you put that meat on my eggs and fucking crush them. I right. don't have issues. Right. If I get home and like some of my shit is missing from the bag, I'm gonna be like, God damn Nas. <laughs> so so you know I'm 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 chilling or whatever. You know I take my headphone off and shit, put it in my pocket. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, man, I, yeah. I like to I like to take over better than Ether. And he's like, "What? You like take over better than Ether? Stop bagging my groceries and shit. Stop, like, ba- stop. nigga. You on the clock? Right, right. 
and now keep in mind i took this route to save time because i was like Mm-mm. i don't have time to be looking up fruits and shit for my fucking self-checkout and every codes and vegetables you might have been quicker that day <laughs> right right I, like i'm just like yes man please help me out and yes yeah, shut the fuck up i can listen to my show yeah. put my put my put my pay in information in while you're bagging and get out yeah sometimes i do that just just then so i won't have an interaction at times right right that's what i should have did so i was like yeah man um i like takeover better than than, than ether he's like why what I, he said listen man this nigga said i have never heard that before wow now look i'm not even saying you gotta agree with me that's mm. that's ridiculous okay i'm not everyone's not gonna agree on this i accept that i don't even know that much about hip-hop and i heard that one but this nigga really said he has never heard anyone say that takeover is better than ether and i was like the fuck you mean <laughs> who have you talked to i'm not saying this even even if it wasn't a popular opinion if you're the kind of nigga that brings up nods in the conversations that, about that uh, groceries somebody would have told you i disagree with you and, and i think takeover you know better. what it, it a I think he was one of the few black brothers that probably crossed him, so most of the brothers probably don't know shit about rap. Like, uh, nah, so who are we talking about, buddy? And they, you know, they really can't have a discussion with him because you, you was like, well, I'm gonna have a discussion with you. He was like, oh, wait a minute, I ain't never heard that before. Well, he was like, why don't you think it's better? You know, because I, you know, I was just like, well, I mean, personally, honestly, I think, um, the verse about Nas on Takeover is just so factual and so like, kind of out of nowhere um and it's not really you know on some comedy it's kind of it's kind of serious um i thought it was i just thought it was good and it resonated with me man you know i i like facts i'm that type of dude i'm I'm more into lyrics than i am into uh you know name calling and when i got to ether i felt like some of it's factual but then there's a whole lot of shit that's like you look like campbell and shit like that where it's just like it felt like more like when you jonesing on the nigga mm-hmm. so it was funny it was you, i'll definitely be laughing at them that camel shit is still funny to this day like yes it is like he definitely uh roasted jay-z but if you want to ask me like what if, if if i was on the receiving end of one of those maybe it's because i'm such a, a funny person and i you know I, I think being roasted is funny mm-hmm. i would actually rather i would rather not be nas in that case like yeah. i would i would rather you not critically break down my career and be like yeah when you think about it you really only got one hot album in 10 years like mm, i'm good you know i'd rather you call me ugly and say i can't get no bitches and <laughs> I, i'm gonna die of aids or some shit i'd rather yeah, you say that, that, that that's crucial yeah but you know it's just a hip the thing is it's a hip-hop debate that will go forever right yes it so will. so it was just funny that he tried to pull the i ain't never heard that shit because i was just like oh so you like you went instantly from like dude who might just be a fan of Nas so like that's some stand shit that's some stand shit you ain't never heard you have this debate it's been debated in hip hop forever who have you been debating with sir nobody has ever said to you I like Takeover better than either it's like it was just so ridiculous man like I I just and then like so then after he says that or whatever he's like cause then you know I don't you know I think Jay knew he lost I mean he he definitely lost cause he started talking about his mama and talk about his baby mama and stuff I was like but he didn't do that in TakeOver he did that in 
And he's like, oh, yeah, super ugly. I was like, yeah, that's a completely different song. Oh. Was, and, and your groceries are not getting bagged this whole process. No. And so, you know. Like, y'all got, you got a line of people behind you by now. You got two. Right. I got, like, one, two people behind me and shit looking like, what the fuck are these niggas talking, talking about? about and I'm, right. looking, I'm looking at them like, I didn't start this. <laughs> yes. Like, like, don't be mad at me if your ice cream is melting. I did not. No. I was trying. I, he trolled me so hard. I'm just trying to leave. I have a place to be. I have somewhere to be. It's like at this time, you're like, fuck what's the supervisor manager that normally is watching folks. Right. So I, I, I just hit him with, um, you know, like, and so he started arguing about like, yeah, man, you know, because uh, you can't be talking about people's mama and shit. I was like, hey, man, honestly, I feel like uh, they both kind of went over some lines there. Yes. And uh, I don't have the same problem that most people have with super ugly, but. Um, I, you know, I get it, whatever. I really am, like, at this point, I'm trying to find some peace. Like, can we just agree on, like, two things and end yeah, it? Yeah, and, and, and y'all, y'all was at the right grocery store, because you'd have been at the black grocery store. That's my nigga, if you don't bag his groceries, get right. the fuck out of here. Well, if we was at the black grocery store, a bunch of, bunch of black people would be like, nigga, Ethan is, is not as good as, as, as takeover, and, and it would have been a wrap. keep bagging his groceries. But, um, so, so, yeah, I was just like, yeah, man, I, I'm good, dog. Can you just chill? And dude was like, nah, nah, uh, I, I got more to say and shit about it. And I, I just looked at him and was like, bag my beer. That's what you told him? Yes, I had to. Yeah, it was getting out of control. control. Yeah. Like I was, like I, I was trying to be as polite as possible. Yeah. But I'm not having a fucking hip hop debate with like a dude who's like, like he's about 20 years old over a fucking 10 year old beef that these niggas don't care about no more yes and you was fucking 10 when the debate happened stuff. yeah he's like and jay won the war i think that was supposed to be like our olive branch i was like i don't care about these niggas i don't care about their wars or their victories or their losses neither one of them paying for these fucking groceries i'm right. about to pay for right now why are we talking about this <laughs> i guess maybe uh, that's when i realized like life is good must be a good ass album dog it must be the shit. It's got Nas fans back all the way to uh, stillmatic levels of standness. Like if you can, the shit gotta be good. Cause this, that's like if like if Jay dropped uh, when he dropped Watch the Throne, I wasn't going around like trying to relive the beef or no shit like that. But it's like uh, you know that would be like rooting for the Patriots. Yeah. Um, to beat like you know somebody that's that's to beat the Giants or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this is like the Giants winning that second Super Bowl for Nas fans. It's like, oh, we back. Let's talk about it. It's like, all right, I get it, man. I'm not trying to dish y'all. I'm saying that you know I just think the Patriots are better. No, mm-hmm, no, nigga, we beat them. It's like, okay, I get it, man. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you said why, something. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we doing this? I just mm-hmm. want my groceries back. So I just, ah, oh, it was just so random and so fucking stupid. Um, did you have any more random thoughts? Uh, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is more targeted towards Chonella. I'm behind in Chonella, but they talked about something that I kind of want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shirley and Clove was talking about Black History Month. Yeah. And they was talking about, uh, the importance of it and, and like what's the purpose of it. And I think, uh, Clove was saying that he understands Black History Month, but he mm-hmm. don't think that, um, you should have like a month dedicated to black history. It should be correct history taught all the time. Mm. And Shirley's point was like you almost have to because we're bombarded with nothing but a lot of white history. And a lot of our history is not really taught. And mm. so that's the important. So they was having a debate. So I kind of wanted to, to pose that question to you. Like, 
what do, do you think is important to have Black History Month, and do you think it's something we should continue? Um, here's the problem with Black History Month. Um, I don't know how I was taught everywhere, but you get desensitized to it, and it kind of becomes a thing you have to do uh, for school, and some of that shit doesn't get retained uh, because it's just a repeta- repetition of certain things. Now, um, I'm all for Black History Month and all that shit. Um, like, I actually am not bothered by the idea of it, per se, but some of the execution of it is fucked up. Like, how many times have you seen Eyes on the Prize? A lot. A lot, right? Yes. Now, by the time I got to, like, fucking 8th to 10th grade, somewhere around there, Eyes on the Prize became the funniest shit I would watch that year. Yeah. Because I knew I was going to be watching Eyes on the Prize again. And it was like, you know, a person that, like me, I check out emotionally after the 75th time that my white classmates are humiliated by what their answers are done and my black classmates are angry at the white people because <laughs> yeah. of what it's they like, answers are It's like are you done. can see the sea of division happening. It's hilarious. Right. And it's not a really a productive no, it is thing not. to do year after year. Um, so what ends up happening is I feel like things relate, like a lot of racial stuff gets stalled in there because there's, it's school and you're not going to actually have healing or progressive mm-hmm. or uh, conversations that will actually spark some type of understanding because then it's just white people feel guilty, black people mad every year in February for 13 years. That's how it feels, right? So I don't think we shouldn't do black history i just feel like certain shit we're gonna have to learn once and move on to the next thing like you can't just go from okay uh everybody's cool in january we're having a good time everybody's back in school february starts eyes on the prize let's watch this negro spiritual here's a movie about slavery here's a movie it's like i don't need to see white people cry every year and i don't need to walk out feeling like it's time to burn down the deli (laughs) Uh, on the corner you know what i mean it, it, it's too like it, i feel like it's not executed well and um i think when white people say they don't want to see it really done that way um part part of it's because they have been scarred from that experience too because they're basically being told or reminded that their ancestors ain't shit and while you know us not being white people feel like yeah you need to be reminded like but you know, the 13th time, I think they got it. And at some point, they become desensitized to it. And they start feeling like like there's nothing. They, they shut off. And there's nothing that, to be learned. There's no bridges that are grown there. There's no understanding that is actually being taught there. Like, I think earlier when you do it, there is an impact. Because you're a kid, and it's probably the first time you're hearing this shit. Mm-hmm. Or it's probably the first time you're seeing it if you're white. Uh, true. You know, but when you black, man, you've seen eyes on the prize. You've seen roots. You've seen all this a shit. A lot of people would show that outside of outside of school, like your mama, your grandma. Like, like it's kind of emphasized. And I, and I guess my perspective is that I um, think we should have Black History Month. Yeah. But I do think it needs to be executed very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I do, agree, I do agree with Clove when Clove was saying that history should be taught correctly. But that's the problem. It's not going to be taught correctly. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have it where all... Uh, history of all the races that contributed to America will get their just due. 
that like that's never ever going to happen that's mm-hmm. the problem when it's like all the history is white history all the history and then you know at the back in the corner you get a paragraph of slavery you know but at the end of the day it's like okay it's more to this than this you know they have whole curriculums of black history you know, yeah. but when you're growing up in this school, you're not taught that. I learned more shit about black history being grown than I ever did in school. Because it's like, I think the thing that upsets me is that you get the same damn people. I'm black, and I know this. But everybody get the Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Everybody get the, the Malcolm X. Everybody get the Bethune Cookmans. Everybody get the, you know, Harriet Tubman's. You know, everybody gets this, this this list of 10 to 15 Negroes, and you they act like them the only people that contributed to anything. Right. And that, I think that's the frustrating part. They got to branch out and really embrace and, and actually bring it more, uh, make it newer. Talk about people that have done stuff recently, not not in the past. Even though you do need to know your past for your to understand where you came from, don't get me wrong. But I think it needs to be kind of updated and and, and, well, talk, it be- and present in a different manner. Well, also it becomes a us versus them thing, and I don't think that's progressive, and I don't think it, it's it's productive in the classroom because a lot of times it's what it, it degrades into white people versus black people. Um, I also I think what they need to do is reform the lesson plan. Yes, they do. I think you need to learn about different black people and different aspects of blackness. Yes. Every year. So it shouldn't be, I should never watch the same Eyes on the Prize video. Um, and because what that's what education has become, it's really just uh, hit press play on an hour long video in the class, go to your next class. And, yeah. be- and because of that, that's, you know, it's easier than actually talking and thinking. You know, also, um, if if this is going to happen, they're either going to have to outsource some of the teaching, like pay for people who major, uh, who, whose major focus in life is African-American studies yes. to come in and talk to the kids. Um, and I'm not just talking about, you know, uh, the bells and whistles of someone coming in wearing a dashiki and no. teaching everybody how to uh, braid uh, hair or to fucking cut out kinty cloth shapes. Like, yes. I'm talking about you bringing yeah. people, professors. I'm sure there's uh, professors at schools and stuff that would love to uh, yes. dedicate some time to help out uh, younger people. And but, would do it for free. Yeah, p- quite possibly. But, you know, you, you bring these people in. And have them teach some things. Have them, you know, have the kids come up with questions mm-hmm. that they would like to be answered. You tell them no questions off limits, you know. Yeah, that's right. And then you 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 talk about that in the con. Like you have to make it personal to the kids because if not, it's just a bunch of black and white shit that happened to a bunch of dead people a long time ago. Yeah, and and this, and, and because attachment from it, right? And 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 like people will say like, well, we need to do this to history. We need to do that. Here's the problem with that, people. Like that, yeah. Like parent, like parents, teachers, everybody. People aren't comfortable talking about this. This isn't like a. Well, if the school would just, the school really can't because if no. the school, if the school Who did, mm-hmm. people be protesting. Right. If the school start, started being like, okay, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna talk about race. We're in a frank, open, honest discussion. Man, people will be yanking their kids out of school. Like I, when we did the eyes on the prize thing, there were black people that wouldn't let their kids watch that shit. Why? Cause, cause they don't, they don't want their kid associating the, uh, degradation of their ancestors with them now. Like it, because, I, and I, and I will admit to some extent, there is some negativity that is taught to you when you see that brutality against people that look like you. Like there's, it's kind of like that whole reinforcement of, uh, 
can you can you make it or can you not you know that whole like uh when you're black the sky's the limit when you're uh or when you're white the sky's the limit when you're black the limit is the sky joke that chris rock does mm-hmm. like when you learn that this terrible th- atrocity is happening to your people and y'all had to fight for all this while there's part of you that does feel like proud that you overcame it there's also part of you that's like these motherfuckers don't like us we're never gonna get a fair shake and we're never going to be able to overcome this like if this is what they really think about us how am i supposed to crack the glass ceiling at my job it's impossible i can't so i feel like there's part of the lesson that you learn when you're seeing 13 years of someone get your people get beaten assaulted discriminated against is part it's like subconsciously you're learning like an inferiority like yeah my people aren't as uh strong as white people because we've always been white people's bitch and 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 to me personally yeah this is when parents need to step in and and talk to the children and talk you know um to the children about race and racism and things like that but like you said that's a discussion that never happened well they leave like that's the problem i'm saying they leave it to the video yeah and if you're and, asking and the kid, not cut and dry. you're asking a kid to take lessons from a video that is pretty much just white people being racist and black people struggling and you and the kids are pretty much connecting the dots themselves and the other the only other things you do is teach them about you know the 10 black people that you're supposed to know about and shit it's like this is frederick Douglass, this that, is mary bethune yeah, cookman this and, is george uh george washington and singer or and, whatever and, like and or that is just that kind of shit yeah, or that, george washington carver and, and that's the problem that i have like you say discussions are never made um because my thing is that also um when it comes to black history it does black history latino history you know mexican history like it's all american is a melting pot and all this stuff needs to be taught. And the thing about it, though, I, and I and I do understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm not saying it doesn't need to be taught. Yes, it, yeah, my okay. my thing is that it, it needs to be taught and it needs to be presented, but it needs to be presented in a manner where children are not desensitized to the importance of it, and where children aren't to the point where they're bored tearless because this is the 15th time you know we watch this video or, right. or, or the same you know people over and over again and and I, because i think that it, it does make a difference when you see somebody that looks like you as a child right but it's a big difference between seeing somebody like you achieve things that are like positive mm-hmm. and you know like there's a big difference between children that got to see someone like uh barack obama elected president and people that and, and children that saw martin luther king get shot yes it's that's different generations I'm, yes that's what i'm trying to say not just generations i'm talking about the incidents themselves okay yes. like, there's okay a, there's okay a, there's this a is- reason that black people were crying when barack obama became president of the united states yes there's a there's a reason jesse jackson had tears coming down his face not just out of jealousy Mm-mm. but because an accomplishment that he thought was completely impossible happened and there's a reason for that like so we got to accept that first and then start looking like is black history the way it is taught somewhat damaging when a kid is taught like this is what the fuck happened to y'all and white people this is what y'all did and, and, and it's like and deal with it there's no real <laughs> lesson to be like there's nothing further from that that yeah. they're taking these too like i would like to see it taught more in stages where it's like maybe you introduce that at some point and then it's not brought up every fucking time true the past the past a, a day of class during that month at, at some point you say look we gotta cut these videos off 
and let's start talking about some positive things let's start talking about you know some things we can connect to um you know let's talk about the uh integration and achievements that have been made by working together let's, yes you know let's talk about some healing things too because that's true if all if all black is to a kid is it's pain pain and hurt, and stroke, yeah. right they're not going to want to they're, they're not going to get to the pride level. And and that's true. And also, I agree with you. And also, I think um, the, I think the curriculum needs to be changed when you talk about Black History Month, where it's inclusive and not exclusive, where mm-hmm. everybody is included into into the conversation, even though you do talk about it because it's fact and it happened. And I think that also you get to the point where you have the issues that we have now, where people want to suppress it, where people don't want to talk about it. People want to read and erase it from the books and all, yeah, this, and all the crazy bullshit. All so here's the thing another thing people don't um, want to teach it for is because there's a lot of it that's that's not pretty but if you want to be honest that's the shit that as a kid that you actually uh might want to learn like if, i know it's so like, like if they tell you about john brown like that's a story that you're like why didn't you teach me this shit in class you know what i mean like it was like he was he was killing up white folks and freeing slaves huh i think i'm down with this shit you know what I mean? Harriet Tubman and that fucking shotgun and that movie I want to make like that. Mm-hmm. That like that shit will kids will perk up to hear the story of Harriet Tubman putting a shotgun in somebody's guts because it looked like they was going to snitch or run back to Massa. Got it. That that I'm cool with that. But when 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 it's just a bunch of water hoses and dogs being sick on people, like you're going to tune out at some point. The hundredth yeah, time you've seen that. Yeah, you almost, it's sad, but you almost have to desensitize yourself because you don't want to constantly be in tears. Yeah, it's a bunch of sad ass Negro spiritual shit. And it's like, if you teach it forever, at some point, I've, I'm the dude that's joking. Like, I remember by, yeah. by like 10th grade, white people was looking at me like I was wrong. Like, yeah, for cracking why are you, and laughing, why are you yes. laughing at this? I'm like, cause nigga, this is fucked up. Yes, and I'm not going to sit here and cry every time somebody presses play. Yeah, I'm not going to be broken. You don't get to tell me how to deal with racism. But anyway, the the problem also is bigger than black history. Yes, it is. Um, The problem is the way that we decide school is taught and the meanings we associate with it true we every time the textbooks come up for renewal in texas where they're you know where they're where they're written um you'll see that the the board exercises its power and influence over what kids are taught because the assumption we make in america is that if you teach kids about certain historical figures then that will shape their political ideology and i remember a few years ago one of the biggest uh, debates was, are we going to include, like, gay uh, people that we believe are gay in the history that, you know, to some extent, people couldn't even really prove. They were just going to kind of throw it in the book, which is kind of fucked up in my opinion. Yeah, if you're going to do something like that, it needs to be facts. Yeah, they need to be confirmed. That's right. You can't be like, President mm-hmm. Lincoln might have been gay. Like, Mm-mm. that that you need to have 100% proof of yes, that. Yes, because if you're going to do this as history and, and you're going to present this to, to a child... You need to be sure that it's fact, not something that you made up or those assumptions that you have. But here's the problem, though. When you teach kids about someone being gay, 
the assumption that so many families have, so many people have, churches, it's like the kid going to be gay because he learned about gayness. If you teach him about uh, someone who's politically conservative, the kid's going to be conservative. Uh, so if you teach him about someone who was liberal, the kid's going to be liberal. So you have these big debates going on by these adults. And the whole fucking debate is just composed of who do we teach the kids about? Because we want to shape the kids into what we want them to be when they grow up. So, you know, that's why you have people that want to teach like evolution and the religious way even though okay there's no science to back up the religious way it's just like nope we don't uh, that's got to be taught too you know what i mean so that's i think that's half of the problem is because we want to shape the kids we end up uh fighting over stuff that's really not educating them because you actually do not educate somebody when you decide like Let's just make slavery one chap one one paragraph of a chapter, or let's you know because that way they won't think it's that bad. But then when you grow up, you have all these fucking kids that just think like slavery wasn't a big deal. Yeah, you and know, I didn't look into it, but I think it only lasts two paragraphs. Yes, or or, or, or two months. Right, um, and like we learned a whole chapter on Napoleon and two paragraphs on slavery. So obviously. This is the way it was, you know, and, like that's how it is. And something that you said that that, that I when I heard uh, was listening to NPR and he was talking about this. They uh, and some of the teachers were saying that every uh, everybody makes a decision about what the children are going to be taught, but the children, like right. the, like that, like they were saying that what they wanted to do was that they wanted to let the children vote and decide who they were going to cover and those well, here's, the people they're going to cover. Here's my idea to fix the history shit. Because it's a and and it seems so fucking obvious to me, and I don't know why it isn't being done this way. But if I could redo schooling, I wish I would learn. I wish I would have learned history this way. I do not think that the way to teach history is to try to pick and choose which people are important for kids, because that will change based on the adults and the agendas the adults have. True. So while you, you know while like everyone's celebrating these victories, like. Oh, cool. We got this Democrat in the book. We got this gay person in the book. We got this uh, Republican in the book. We got we don't. That's not the way to teach history, uh, because four years later, when that council leadership changes, changes and maybe it's more conservative this time, all of a sudden it, the people who thought it was great when it was all liberal stuff. Now the textbooks are conservative. You know, that that's a dumbass way to teach history. What I think they should do is everybody they have considered putting in the book every single person not just one or two every single person that they have debated about whether they should be in Mm -hmm. say let's say uh american history or civil history right Mm -hmm. you take every single figure you divide up the classroom and you assign them uh reports to go and like make make book reports on these people Mm -hmm. right and then you have the kids come back present their findings to we you know to the class like mm-hmm, to okay, each other this person's gonna you know this person's gonna talk about um you know uh yeah we're gonna uh, uh, i see people in the chat room talking about the harlem renaissance this person's gonna talk about langston hughes mm-hmm. you know and and then you don't restrict it to like well let's make sure that we're not teaching them that langston hughes is gay go get anything you know yes anything you, you know i would love to see black history done this way mm-hmm. and then once everyone presents their findings you decide what the textbook should look like for the students next year. So, like, if you were going to teach this class next year, 
who are the figures that you have decided are the most important and the most vital to uh, civil history, American history, Harlem Renaissance, you pick an era, Middle Ages, like you, who do you think should be taught who had the most interesting stories who and why and it's all about the why it's not the who it's never yeah, been the who no history is about the why true you know like it's like if someone would have taught me about christmas addicts the way that i came up with christmas addicts conspiracy i would have enjoyed that so much yeah, fucking more and, in school and got it and more and for me um and i guess the way it was presented history was and still today is so fucking boring. I understand the point. I understand the concept. But they never made it entertaining for a child that's just not into that shit. Yeah, as an adult, you grow up thinking history is just boring. You think history boring. Yeah, yeah, and then, and yeah. then you fuck around and get adult and start reading certain shit. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't oh. notice. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it was because I was like, okay, I, I, I don't want to hear about the red coats, the red tails. I don't want to hear about no slag getting beat. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, you're like, okay, like, I'm not, I, I can like, go sleep on this food. Like sleep. George Washington chopping out a cherry tree is boring as shit yes it is george washington chopping down french whores Mwah. i want to read that <laughs> like that is the shit that you if you don't chase the kids off from the truth and stop trying to shape and mold every one of them in, into what you think they should be politically and ideology wise like you you will find that kids actually do want to study history yes they do and they can figure out shit so i, I really would like to see that man and uh that's how, you know, that's how we handle black history. That's how we handle all history. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not, like, put it like this. If, 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 I, I haven't listened to what Clove was saying, but if the goal is for history to be taught correctly and well and not run from 300 and something days a year, cool. Then I, then I don't need black history. The problem is, it's not. Yeah. And the problem is, I never see a day when it will be. So, unfortunately, we're going to always need Black History Month because we're never going to get to a point where motherfuckers will really sit back and be like, let's talk about the black elements of everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or, or let's talk about all history. Right. Well, let's cover the Revolutionary War and not make slavery two paragraphs. True. You know what I mean? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about abolitionists. And not try to skim over the violence. Like, True. That, that's where you run into these issues. You know, like, we can do with these grand expanding chapters on, uh, you know, World War One or World War Two or, you know, things that seem far away. But when it comes to, like, America, where race has been the crux of every issue that this country has had from its inception, mm-hmm. we're going to sit up here and pretend that we can't talk about it? Like, yeah, you have fucked up history by yourself and... A lot of that is because people view history as if you teach this, then this is what will become of these kids. So if you teach them what happened to black people, it will fuck black. It will fuck everybody up. White kids won't be. I, I had a t- I had a, a conversation with a person on Facebook one time. He said, uh, you know, I took a black history course when I was in uh, college and I felt uncomfortable and you know it's, and it shouldn't be taught and blah blah blah. I said, see, that's the problem. You think because you felt momentarily uncomfortable. That it wasn't worthwhile. True. And if that's all black history is to you as a white person is moments of uncomfortableness, then you're going to be saying shit like Clovis saying where it's like, I don't, I don't want to deal with the uncomfortableness of it. Just do it right. You know, or, or, you know, it's, and I'm not even talking about like malicious. I'm talking about like well-meaning people who are just like, 
this shit is uncomfortable and not fun to talk about and i'm feeling extra guilty and it happened a long time ago and it doesn't really have anything to do with us why can't we just teach history right all the time and stop worrying about the black shit and the white shit and the mexican shit and just make it all one thing and it's like yeah you that's your uncomfortableness telling you that that's not you actually if, if i treated all of history like that 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 would sound ridiculous because history is broken into topics it's topical so that's like saying why we got to teach american history why don't we just teach all history right and we don't have to teach no because it's a segment of history it needs to be taught that's why because it was so neglected that we have to do it so if we don't do this plessy versus ferguson is never going to come the fuck up so this is the way we have to do it so that's why man that's really all it is man it's i think i mean it's a complex issue but it's so fucking simple to solve but we don't have the balls to solve it nobody's gonna fucking let black kids sit down and sort through history for themselves and decide what's interesting and what's not you know or just kids period and that's the sad part about it it's like and the thing is the thing you're talking about shaping and molding things that are shaping affect children now um should be their history but people don't want to see it like that yeah i'm just saying by the time motherfuckers leave out of leave out of uh, black history and they're not picking martin luther king as the mascot that all of a sudden they're picking john brown it's gonna be problems you know what i mean like when all of a sudden it's like yeah we the dude that we like the most out of black history is john brown uh american uh revolutionary abolitionist you know what i mean this all of a sudden it's like whoa, whoa wait a minute now i'm not comfortable with kids walking around with that knowledge I'm, I'm comfortable with them liking the docile martin luther king that we've taught them about and left out everything controversial he did and uh just turned it into him getting shot and being the black jesus christ like let's just i like that version of turn the other cheek blackness than the yeah, one that kids would pick if they got to pick if they got to say nah this is, i want to pick this let's talk about this zulu warrior it's like mm, let's not Apparently he was fighting white people and killing them and shit, so let's not do that. Yeah, and the thing about it, it wasn't until I uh, was older that I found out about uh, uh, the Indians getting blankets with smallpox and killing them off and all that stuff. Like, I've been to school for years, and I was like, oh, that's what really happened. It wasn't a happy day with Thanksgiving turkey and ham and, right. and dressing. All right, man, we talked long enough. Let's do some articles. Let's do this, son. Uh, and this is kind of a random thought and an article. It's a video of a commercial I saw. And I think this commercial is ridiculously bad. Like, literally one of the worst commercials I've ever seen. Uh, if you've seen it before, it's called Slage Locks. And Slage is spelled S-C-H-L-A-G-E. That's S-C-H-L-A-G-E. L-A-G-E. I'll put a link to the YouTube commercial in the chat room. Um, but <laughs> I'll let me play the audio and then we'll talk about what's going on here. Mm-hmm. I'm always asked what kind of locks I put on my doors. That's easy. Schlag. See, most break-ins come from forced entry. That's why Schlag locks are built bold to help protect against things like kick-ins. With Schlag, you can rest easy knowing that you've got the best defense for your home. Now, you can hear some rustling in the background. Uh, when they first cut to this guy, he's going through somebody's drawer and taking some stuff out. There's two dudes in sweat suits in the background carrying out, like, I, like uh, clocks and, and furniture and stuff like that, okay? That's something no one can put a price on. 
Fake. So then a hand from off screen reaches over with a bunch of jewels, uh, like necklaces, hands them to him. Now he's going through the necklaces one by one, deciding like what he thinks about them. This is nice. He said he said the pearls are fake. Then he took somebody's gold watch, and then it cuts to like Slade's locks, right? Mm-hmm. It am I am I the only one that thinks this is a horrible commercial? Because. I, you're basically using the dude who's robbing the house mm-hmm. as the person who's recommending your product. I don't trust ah! this dude. Like, you're setting up that I can't trust him because he's robbing shit already. And so it's like, for all I know, he works for the Slade's Lock Company as <laughs> the master the key. key. And it's just like, as people get it installed, he's like, oh, another one I can just open the door to. Thank you, Slade. Like, it just seems so fucking stupid, man. I'll just. I'm assuming they mean the reverse. They meant, like, if you used it, he wouldn't have broke in in the first place. I'm assuming that's the assumption that they right, want you but, to have. But if he's a career criminal, why would he tell me that? I think that's the truth. This is a dumbass ad. It doesn't make sense. It's, they, it's backwards. <laughs> and I've seen this commercial before. When I saw it, like, yeah. And I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. You can trust me, the guy who's robbing this house. No, uh, I can't, sir. Get some really good locks. and uh, It's called Slage. And, now, and keep my ass at your house. You've never heard of them until this second. Uh, so <laughs> take my word for it. Jeremy Slage. I, ha- I have. I have. From my understanding, they're very expensive locks, too. Yeah. Uh, take my word for it. I'm Justin Slage, and uh, we won't rob you, okay? Anyway, uh, what time are you leaving the house today? Like, uh, I just... I saw that commercial. I was like, what the fuck is this shit, man? Um... All right, here's a, a, sto- a study from the uh, Captain Obvious folks. Okay. Uh, Captain Obvious folks. Apparently, there's a brand new study in, people. Mm-hmm. Coming out of Chicago. I hope you guys are ready for this. I hope everybody's sitting down. Shit is about to get get real. Uh-oh. Okay. Employees who make frequent contributions to the swear jar may lose more than lose change. They may lose out on a promotion. That's right, people. Um, what com- what who what company has a swear jar? Swearing at work can harm your career prospects. Finds a career builder survey. Sixty four percent of employers said that they think less of an employee who's repeatedly used curse words, and fifty seven said fifty seven percent said they'd be less likely to promote someone who swears in the office. The nationwide survey, which was conducted by Harris Interactive. Uh, between May 14, 2012 to June 4, 2012, included more than 2,000 hiring managers and 3,800 uh, workers across industries and company sizes. Uh, 51% of workers reported that they do swear in the office. Now, Karen, do you cuss at work? I try my best not to. Mm-mm. Okay, so that's a yes. Now, I don't and if I do, it's like underneath my breath because I'm angry about something. But I don't just, you know, walk around cussing folks out. No. Yeah, I don't cuss at work. I don't cuss at all at work. Uh, like, people will cuss to me. And, and y'all y'all know I'm foul mouth as shit. But I, I'll just keep it to myself because it's like, you yeah, know, I don't do why, it, why do I need to do that I've seen people do it out loud. I've seen people do it to each other and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I used to have a boss that would try to curse around us to be cool and shit. And then one time, I, you know, he was doing all this cursing. And I was like, okay, cool. I guess I could say something, too. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I just don't understand this fucking shit, man. Why are they doing this? I was like, yeah, I don't get this fucking shit either. He's like, right, oh, my God. I was like, nigga, you taught me. I'm mimicking you. Yeah, I learned it from you. You okay? I learned it from you. Boss. 
so anyway the majority of those 95 percent said they do so in front of their co-workers so other people that curse they curse 95 percent of the time in front of their co-workers okay you're in the vast majority vast minority oh no that. i don't i don't cuss no 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 so it's like that you know they're definitely and, I, and i've always noticed the people that curse at work they want to be heard cursing in front of everybody mm-hmm. like they wait for situations to break it out like they wait for a meeting to be like yeah now i don't understand what the fucker's doing you're like what we are in a meeting sir and it's not appropriate we're on a conference call with asia right now i don't think they need to hear that no no meanwhile of that 95 percent only 51 percent cuss in front of their boss cuss in front of their boss pussies so what happened to the other 44 percent of y'all now y'all gotta drop off huh jerks uh the workers were the workers were the least likely to use expletives in front of a senior leader 13 percent or their clients 7 percent now that's a bold move that's the your clients? The client comes in, hey, I want to talk about, uh, you know, our business together. Oh, sit your fucking ass down, that's, motherfucker. That's too comfortable. <laughs> you got to be shitting me. <laughs> Com- <laughs> comparing genders, men are more likely to report swearing at work, 54% compared to 47% of women. Still pretty good percentage, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, employers are inclined to think less of an employee who swears at work for a variety of reasons. Most, 81%, believe that the use of curse words... Brings the employee's professionalism into question. Others are concerned about the lack of control, 71%, lack of maturity, 68%, and demonstra- that is demonstrated by cursing at work. While 54% said swearing at work makes an employee appear less intelligent. I like that that was the lowest, though. Because I think cursing does not mean you're stupid. No, it, it it does not mean you're stupid at all. And I've seen really, 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 I've seen some people do some jacked up stuff and they've had to be put in office. I heard that office door shut and they just go off on them. Um, so I've, I've seen it done. I think um, to me, they should have said, especially when you have upper management, it's intimidating. Right. You know, it's intimidating, and, and it's also it can be used as a bullying tactic in the work atmosphere. While many employers may think less of an employee who curses too much in the office, one in four employers admitted to swearing at their employees. Jesus Christ. Now, now, who curses at their employees? Now, that... What a dick move. I've never had um, happen. I know a lot of people probably in, like 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 lower interest like the food industry right. and and things like that it's probably a lot lot more common than it is in the uh business area wow one-fourth of these people admit they swear that employees that's a lot to me mm-hmm. and like i've, I've seen man just because of other people they ain't because they meet over but i've seen because of people apparently one-fourth of these people are working with people they can beat up because start cussing me out dog i don't give a fuck about no labels and titles and shit yeah it's inappropriate and, and and it's just it's, it's just very very disrespectful i'm not gonna be like well his name is on the door i'm gonna throw a fucking chair at you dude <laughs> you know, res- that. we're gonna respect each other at all points of time here uh roughly the same amount 28 percent of workers said they have sworn at their other co-workers yeah, I, I work with a guy who's kind of like a jerk like that, so yeah. I can see that happening. It's not cool. Yeah, I've been where I've seen um, people call each other bitches, call each other hoes, and mm. and I'm looking like, oh, okay, it's time for me to go. Cities that swear the most, Karen. Uh-oh. Who swears the most? Let's talk about it. Let's see this. Washington, D.C., 62%. Which makes sense, because there's a lot of government employees up there. And plus, I think they stressed. Uh, Chris from the Insanity Check counts for like 30% of that. Of so, course he does. You know, and Kev is the other 30. 
Yeah, so that there you go. Brandon's that two percent. Yeah. Uh Denver, sixty percent. Denver. You wouldn't think uh Denver Colorado. I don't know. Mountains and snow? Maybe that was, uh, you know, this probably was a survey taken back when uh, the Denver Nuggets still had Kenyon Martin on them. I'm about to say, they angry about the snow. This, they cussing that. Give me the snowing again. Chicago, 58%, which makes sense. Bo King works out there. Yes. Uh, Los Angeles, 56%. And that's because uh, when you're in Hollywood and you're on stage, if it's in the script, you got to cuss. True. A lot of rated R movies. Boston, 56%. I'm assuming most of that's racism and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Atlanta, 54%. Well, we've all seen Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That's yeah. quite obvious. Housewives of Atlanta's. Yeah. Like, Come on now. Uh, Minneapolis, 50%. I don't know what that's from. No. Must be a lot of tea party or something. Uh, Phoenix, 57%. Because Steve Nash just left. And it's hot. Uh, New York, 46%. I'm surprised they were so low. Thought yeah. New York would have been higher. higher. Me too. Um, but I guess, uh, you know, some of the Wu-Tang Clan has gotten jobs and moved out, so. <laughs> Their percentage went down. Philadelphia, 44%. Uh, if you go by age, employees 18 to 34, 42% swear at work. Employees 25 to 34, 51%. I believe that. It might be high. 35 to 44, 58% swear at work. Yeah, because they old, and they're like, fuck it, what do I got to lose? Maybe part of this is just being comfortable, too. Like, you get to a point where you're You've comfortable. You've been at the job for years. And that's yeah. probably the ages that you do your hardest work, 35 to 44, where you really try to yeah, move Yeah, most up. people are in management, supervisor position, regional manager positions. Yeah. yeah. But then it goes down again, 45 to 54, 51%. And when you're 55 or older, only 44% of people say they swear at work. Because then you just want to make it to retirement, you know. You don't want to fuck that up. No. Anyway, man, I just thought that was a cool difference, cool study, man. Uh, here's another study, and I hope everybody's sitting down for this one, too. This is Uh-oh. This is some groundbreaking, earth-shattering <laughs> news here. Uh, your male partner can't stay awake after sex. Maybe you should blame it on biology. At least that's one of the plausible conclusions of a new study led by Dr. Serge Stelleru. Did anybody tell them that sex is tiresome? Hmm? Well, Sergey or Serge, well, I don't know how you pronounce it, Stelleru, published in the latest copy of Neuroscience and Biobehavioral Reviews. While the study itself may not be quite as engaging as Fifty Shades of Grey, it points out that your pillow talk doesn't have to be either. That's because after an orgasm, men tend to experience decreased decreased activity in the prefrontal cortex, the region of the brain most commonly associated with possessing a variety of different information streams and responding appropriately. Immediately following this reaction, two other brain areas, the cingulate cortex and the amygdala, spelled, uh, Produce, uh, direct, d- direct him to disengage from and, sexual thoughts. And you know what? I would love to see a study on, on women, too, because I sleep after sex. Yeah, well, that's just because I'm doing my job well. As this, as this happens, <laughs> as this happens, explains the Daily Mail, oxytocin and uh, tocin, oxytocin, I don't know, oxytocin, close enough, serotonin, oh. flood the brain, which oft- often creates a powerful sleep-inducing one-two punch. Prolactin, a chemical associated with feeling satiated, enters the mix, 
prior uh, studies notes digital journal indicates that men who naturally have lower levels of prolactin tend to feel less sleepy after sex don't buy the science here's another example men go to sleep because women don't turn into pizza jokes dave zizinko the author of men love and sex the complete user's guide for women so apparently it's scientifically proven oh, so you go to sleep because I don't, I don't turn into a sandwich right according to science i'm glad that we have people hey you know that's why i tell scientists hey hey don't spend all your time trying to figure out hiv aids and cancer i need a few of you guys on why i fall asleep after fucking that's all okay i need to know why and if it's it's, maybe it's biology you know maybe it's not even my fault so i have a busy day planned next thing you know i'm sleeping till four o'clock in the in the afternoon (laughs) <laughs> shit i do that without sex so no matter mm-hmm. uh here's uh some news stories let's get on some guests to race people yes sir of course we have no guests so the chat room i have to play uh i don't know if this is guest to race or not i'll let you guys know if we get to see the uh oh wait no i actually i do know the race of this so this is definitely guest to race get your pencils up get your hat taking uh get your test taking hats on and let's go ahead and guess the race people Milford is a quiet neighborhood tucked right up to Long Island Sound. So the people who live there were surprised to hear about such a violent encounter on the street. Police say 25-year-old Benjamin Prue broke into this home on Saturday night and ended up being shot by the homeowner, 67-year-old Gerald Murto. He noticed that one of the screens uh, to an open window in the rear of the home was being pushed in and the suspect, who was not wearing any clothing at the time, was attempting to enter the home. Police say Murdo tried to fire a shot up. Maybe he shot that dude that was jacking off in everybody's house. <laughs> oh, that nigga finally got <laughs> shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't have no clothes on. Who breaks into the house and takes their clothes off? It's hot out. Woo! So glad I broke in here. They got AC. To the- but when the gun wouldn't work, he yelled at Prue to leave. And that's when Prue charged at Murto, biting him on the arm and hitting him in the head. Oh. Murto got away and went upstairs to call 911 and get a second gun. When he came back down, he yelled again at Prue and after another struggle, shot Prue in the chest. Prue then took off right into Long Island Sound. Our police officers re- arrived on scene, conducted a search of the area. And about 25 yards away, they located the suspect in about knee-deep of water in Long Island Sound. Police also found a car parked around to the corner from the home. Inside, they found crack cocaine. Prue was taken to Yale New Haven Hospital, where he's undergoing surgeries. The whole situation has rocked the neighborhood. People say they'll be making sure they lock their doors. If you have a burglar alarm, security, sir, turn it on. I don't like the idea of somebody shooting somebody, but he's protecting his property, and and what is that person doing breaking in? We did speak to the homeowner who went through this terrifying ordeal. He didn't really want to say too much about the incident, only telling us this is a tough time. In Milford, Amanda Rouse, NBC Connecticut News. All right, man. Um, Actually, I just realized that that was a witness. It wasn't an actual dude, so we can't guess the race on this one. Oh yeah yeah but karen is our official person that does guess the race all right mm-hmm. what race do you think the person that that shot them was don't say it yet we'll just play along with the audience and see if they can guess the and race the person that shot of the shooter okay not the one on the crack that's too easy <laughs> that was simple come on what are you guys novices 
the person that shot him i'm gonna go by uh karen's guess we did get to see the neighbors and the, the type of house it we was did. uh so what what race was the shooter white says ashley corona corina corina uh nova scotian bees bees do do white says great mm-hmm. talking about racism makes me uncomfortable white black on black violence says connect duke there are no black people in milford says delano um or delano and uh didn't get arrested white privilege anglo-saxon scout greaser or original meat people karen uh they was white okay good job uh, so everybody who guessed white got it whoever said black on black crime you're wrong again you're wrong um this story here is fucking insane man okay. i i i saw this and like jesus christ man like shit like this makes you never want to have kids but uh here's the story uh whenever ready play we have to reset it yeah sometimes you know how i got this new thing on here that uh blocks ads too so it just plays the video now shout out to diamond hoops man she looked out for the show so uh whenever it does play it should skip to just the video instead of the uh ad Isn't it also weird that this kid is so old, much older than these children? Like, the, the boy is nine, but these kids can't be older than, like, one or two years old at the most. So it's just like he's beating the shit out of these little kids, stomping on them, kicking them, punching them, shaking them. And, like, there's a, a person in the, uh, there's a uh, employee in there, but she's clearly not looking at him um she's got her back turned to the whole thing and hey, baby they said i didn't hear the video they can't y'all can't hear it yeah in the chat i i hear the chat going on that said i didn't hear the video oh uh let me see because still can't hear anything i'm about to ask oh I was too low. All right, well, fuck it, man. We won't cover the story. Basically, it was um, it's this kid going around just like beating up little kids, and it's all on camera and stuff. I'm sure people get heard on the podcast, but like just violently, like he's nine years old. The kid is probably like one or two that he's beating up, and little girls, and he's shaking them and punching them and all kinds of shit. Um, at one point, a uh, an- another parent came up there to uh confront the kid and actually hit another kid that he thought was this kid like i guess his little daughter had told him like so-and-so was beating me up at schools and he and she was one years old she had cuts and scrapes on her so he came up there to hit the kid and he hit another kid that looked like him and not the actual kid and see i i, I have a lot of problems with this a this looks like a home daycare yeah 
and I'm not too keen on home daycares because with home daycares they can't really be monitored of who comes in and out of the home. Mm-hmm. And when you have like daycare, daycare, this little boy wouldn't have been with an age group this small. Like like he wouldn't not trying funny, he wouldn't even have been allowed with the age group this small. Most of these children couldn't have couldn't have been three, four at the max. Nobody in this group looks five. Except for him who's nine. Who's that? And he needs his ass whooped. And where did he learn that from? He's That's seen that. He's mimicking right. something that he's seen before. He's seen abuse or being abused himself. Yeah. So I just thought, man, that's insane. But uh, all right, here's let's get back to guest race. See if people can hear this. Tonight, a scandal in the city of Maricopa. Good evening, Arizona. I'm Patty Kirkpatrick, a police officer busted for sleeping with another man's wife. The twist, he was on duty at the time. Crystal <gasps> has the latest on this story you'll see only here on 3TV. Crystal? Patty, the police department started investigating this officer's behavior a few months ago, and we've now got their detailed report. Inside are all the details about an officer having sex on the job with a married woman. I don't think any officer should be able to stay on the force if they've been caught having an affair with somebody else's wife while they're on duty. In March, Perry Edwards. <laughs> I like, it's like, let's talk to Captain Obvious. Uh, I don't think that uh, you should be able to fuck uh, people's wives on duty and stay a cop. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, thanks, buddy showed us sex texts between his wife and a Maricopa City police officer. Edwards suspected his wife was having sex with an on-duty cop. Damn, he caught him through the text messages. Wow. Mm, that's that's pretty bad. That's, man, he's, I mean, he's a man scorned. And he's uh, got that dude fired. <laughs> he, he was mad as shit. Can you blame him? You won't be keeping your job, motherfucker. No, you won't. Through her phone? Oh, yeah. Edward's sister, Roberta Schneider, was so disgusted, she asked the police department to investigate. He is supposed to be serving our community and not making booty calls. In the- now, uh, let's be honest. Uh, his, his, his sister looks like the kind of nosy-ass woman that never liked that bitch that he married in the first place. place. And now there's an opportunity to finally get revenge on her. That's what it seems like to me. It doesn't seem like it's all altruistic. It's like, and I'm going to get him fired, too, because he don't deserve this. And then Paris is all broken up. So it's like, whatever you say. See, see, all he was doing was serving and protecting that pussy, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It had the right to remain silent. Yes, it did. Or the right to make it talk. Yes. Did she know that you had gone through her phone? Oh, yeah. Edward's sister, Roberta Schneider, was so disgusted, she asked the police department to investigate. He is supposed to be serving our community and not making booty calls in the back of his car. 3TV <laughs> got a hold of the department's... Supposed to be serving that community, not serving that dick. <laughs> Investigative report. It looks like Edwards got his wish. Officer Victor Valenzuela, photographed here by the department, Guess was fired in March. He showed remorse. Um, he was embarrassed, and uh, he wishes to go on with life and hope that this goes away. The chief of police, Steve Stahl, says Valenzuela admitted to having sex with a married woman while he was working. It's sad. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I want to assure the residents that as soon as we found out about the conduct, it was investigated very quickly. According to the report, Valenzuela also admitted to wearing his uniform and driving his patrol car to the Perry's home. Wow. Damn. The balls on this dude. Uh, you think he was showing up like strippers do at those fake bachelorette parties? To, mm-hmm. 
I understand that he there's might been a disturbance. Well, he might as well came with his lights on his car. Yep. You know that means that she was a freak, man. That dude's wife was into fucking the officers in uniform and shit. You had the right to remain right here while you suck my dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You already got the handcuffs, dog. Mm-hmm. He half the battle was won. He got a nice yes. dick and handcuffs. I know, right? They had a party for real. You had the right to let me fuck you. Perry Edwards should have been going to AdamandEve.com getting that half mm-hmm. off. I'm trying to tell you to save some money. Cut them off at the pass, dude. That's what you do. Alan Suela also told the investigator the sexual encounter happened just once for a half hour. And afterwards, he signed up for a 12-step sex addiction program. He risked his career. In, in this behavior and um, the behavior in and of itself and the penalty in and of itself of losing your career as a law enforcement officer is a pretty heavy penalty to pay. And according to the state, Officer Valenzuela's certification is suspended until this September. As for the married couple in our story, they're in the middle of a divorce. In studio- of course. I know they are. And as for the married couple, they're actually going to work it out. Uh, all right, man, guess the race of the uh the cop who was mr venezuela self-hating latino who wouldn't who couldn't cut it as a baseball player or boxer someone who crossed the border to get into arizona and hides when he sees john mccain <laughs> sweaty latin lover ala rico suave <laughs> uh telemundo soap opera actor cheese cracker <laughs> cheese cracker says soul glow hom mexicanas uh, that sounds that's, that sounds like some science. I don't know anything about that. Waxing that ass white. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go eat Mexican tonight with them. I think that I think that might be my that, that's with the Latino community. That might be uh white. That mayor was white that said that. Yes. Mark Anthony says Ashley Karina. The correct answer is Latino. He mm-hmm. was he was a Latino officer. You he guessed was, that you were right. Chat room. A Latin lover. Yes. Uh, here's another story that uh, is equally insane. How do these families increase energy? Oh, now it's gonna play. Ad- now we're playing ads again, dog. What the fuck? I trusted you, ad blocker. Let's see if I can play it without the sound for twelve seconds, son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, speaking of people that love the kids, all right. Okay. And puppets. Alargo puppeteer accused of crimes against children says he didn't do it. Ron Brown faced a federal judge today. He's charged with having child pornography. News Channel H. Yolanda Fernandez has details on this international investigation. Isn't it always bad when the person's job is working with children? It's like I didn't People do that it. Want to be around your kids, right? And it's like I didn't do it, but then they have child porn, like. Isn't that open and shut case? Do we need Say a trial? Again. No. Like, I doubt those are coincidences. Oh, I also happen to have some child porn. My bad. Like, mm. my fault. <laughs> a Largo puppeteer accused of conspiring to kidnap a child and possessing child pornography will remain in jail for now. A federal magistrate postponed his bond hearing because he hired a private attorney. 57-year-old Ron Brown is denying the serious federal charges against him. It's his contention right now that he didn't do this, This is he's not involved with this, uh, that there's been some presumptions and assumptions made on, on what transpired, that he's not involved with this, he wouldn't do something like this, he's got no criminal record. 
Homeland Security investigators found photos of dead and sexually abused children at his home in the Los Angeles <gasps> Pines mobile home park. Yeah, he stepped it up to the next level with the dead kids. Karen. Yes, he did. Jacking off the dead kids? That's got to be a, a record or some shit. And on his computer. Homeland Security investigators tell me that Ron Brown's arrest is part of a year-long investigation into an international child pornography network that they traced overseas and back to several states. The trail started with going to jail. man. The child pornography on his computer led them to Amsterdam and a 27-year-old daycare worker who confessed to dozens of sex crimes. He oh. was linked to a man in Kansas City who took explicit pictures of children and who investigators say chatted online with Brown in Largo. Logs of the disturbing online chats has Brown talking about kidnapping, killing, and even eating children. Brown told investigators oh, these were only my. fantasies and he wouldn't hurt anyone. USF criminologist Dr. They, Kathleen Heidi says wouldn't, generally... Wouldn't hurt anyone. Well, you got to figure, like, if you're asking people to give you images of children being dead and having, and have, like, former sex acts... In something like this, you kind of are hurting people. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Hollywood is making this porn for you, or you know, consenting adults are fucking, and it doesn't matter if you watch or not; they're gonna do it. They link you, you up to and 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 the you're thing, literally hurting people. And and the thing is, is that even if he claims that the kidnapping part was was what he wasn't gonna do, you have fucking child pornography. That you, you they're gonna charge you with something, sir. Yeah, but, you know, I, he didn't do it, Karen. He says, his, his lawyer said he has nothing to do with This is ridiculous that anyone mm-hmm. would think. Uh, a, a, they got you on chat talking to the man in Amsterdam that can't even speak English. Mm-hmm, sir. It's ridiculous that anyone would think a puppeteer who likes to chat online mm-hmm. with child predators and mm-hmm. also has a collection of child Yeah, porn. where he do put the puppet on his dick. Yeah, yeah. Fantasizing of- Maybe it was a sock puppet. That deviant behaviors can be dangerous. If he or she keeps rehearsing something in their mind, fantasizing, fantasizing about it, then at some point they may act on it. Dr. Heidi says opportunity is key. In Brown's case, he performed puppet shows for children at schools and birthdays, hosted pizza parties at his home, and drove van loads of children to church. Are there local victims? Investigators say they're still looking. In Tampa, Yolanda... Damn. Of course. You know what's funny though, um, and I'm not trying to defend this dude, uh, but um, I do think it's when someone says like, "Oh, this is their fantasy; they are going to act on this." Like, that's not true. Like people have all kinds of fantasies they're not going to act on. They do now. But uh, here's the problem, dog. Um, You got child porn, and you a puppeteer, and you You, got caught. you, You interact with too many children, sir. Like, I'm good with that. I don't even care what your fantasies are. Prison. Bye. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been real, dog. Holler back. Say that again. Fuck are we that. guessing the race? Yeah. Chat room. Guess the race. Uh, what was his name again? Um, it was a generic name. Yeah, it was something Ron like Ron uh, Brown. Yeah, Ron <laughs> Brown. Uh, the yeah, the accidental point. He got set up. Bitch, set me up. Accidental, <laughs> accidental child porn star. Yeah, let's see. Uh, whiter than a polar bear attending an all-white party in a snowstorm. <laughs> Father being eaten, Chianti drinking, and cheese on the side white. Wizzy, Wizite wanker. Lice carrier white. That's lice carrier. God damn. You didn't even Aww. need to explain that one. I knew that. That was good. That racism right there. 
Uh, Sandusky <laughs> acting like cracker ass cracker with puppet strings hanging from his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Um, Hannibal the Honky. <laughs> Pale face Native American Robin Nasty disease passing along Alexis Texas co star. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Alexis take only fuck white people. And trick or trade with the, uh, concise, he's white. He white. And, uh, correct that says white. Yes. I think everybody knew that dude was white. Uh, no guess the race on this one. I just thought this story was crazy. If it'll play right. Man, what is going on with my stories? Play, bitch. Oh. Mm hmm. Never trust a bossum story. They videos be trying to betray you on the site. Mm-mm. Fuck that. You don't feel like playing today. Any man that dreams of having multiple wives or spouses may want to rethink that fantasy. A Nigerian man was found dead in an extreme case of spousal revenge. The husband. What did he do? I don't know. Apparently the story has to load in the middle of a... A prosperous businessman in eastern Nigeria had six wives. Last week, he decided to spend that particular night in the youngest wife's room. However, the session was interrupted by his five other marital partners. The women armed with sticks and knives demanded that he have sex with all of them. The man declined to participate, but was soon overpowered and the sex march began, starting with the youngest woman. He quit breathing once it was the fifth bride's turn, causing many to call the incident a rape. Two of the wives have been arrested so far. In another incident involving a wife's revenge, a Russian woman, upset over her spouse not showering, hit him in the head with an iron, then used the cord to strangle him. She then went on to dissect the body and spread his parts in the nearby woods. Damn. Yeah, this brought to you by Snapped. Uh, yes, <laughs> the new season has snapped. <laughs> yeah, this is, man. I don't, I wow, mean, what did he do to those women? I just, I, mean, I like the idea of like, oh, you've been fucking the young one too long, and we about to run the train on your ass. See, that's why one wife is fucking enough. Like that episode of Big Love never aired, where they did that. Mm-mm, no, it didn't. Yeah, and that uh, that other lady, uh, uh, it was more than him stinking. He, she, he must have really fucking stank. She choked him. Spread his body paws around because he stanked. You know, the sad part about the first dude is I guarantee there's a lot of men in the chat room that are like, what a way to go out. And this just proves that your dick is not your friend. No, guys. it ain't. Yeah, your dick is not your friend. Your and dick. you can fuck, but you can't fuck five women like that. that no. Yeah, that's not the clerk. That's not That's not the, the you talking. That's your dick talking, guys. Yes, it is. All right, let's get back to guess the race here, guys. I hope you got your guessing hats on because this is going to be a tough one to, to get to. Um, uh, and I'm going to have to reload this too. All right, well, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to get to because there's so many elements to this story that just throw throw you off the scent. And you never know what the right answer will be. So only the veterans are going to get this one. New tonight, we have the only camera there as police took a man to jail after a toddler swallowed crack cocaine. Do you allow the child to get crack cocaine? No, sir. Was it yours? Yes. His message to the child's mother. Good evening. I'm Justin Farmer. I'm Javita Moore. The 13-month-old boy is out of the hospital tonight. His grandmother and her boyfriend are both in jail right now for cruelty to children and drug charges. Channel 2's Eric Phillips was the only reporter to question the boyfriend this evening. Eric's live at the South Fulton Municipal Regional Jail. Eric? 
And Jovita, as you said, both of them are here at the jail tonight, but a little bit earlier at the Palmetto Police Department. Officers told me they were going to help shield Martin's face at his request since he turned himself in. But then, as soon as he stepped out of the building, he started talking. Jerky, you already know I love you and that baby girl, so you don't even need to do all that. For real, for real. You already know what's up. Our camera was rolling as 22-year-old... Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what race he is. Well, Charlie Martin was taken to jail while delivering a message to the mother of a 13-month-old boy who police say swallowed crack cocaine. Was it yours? Yeah. Police say it happened at this Palmetto home over the weekend. Did he just Martin say yeah? Yeah, that, that, that was his crack cocaine. Home with his girlfriend, 34-year-old Ebony Daniel, the child's grandmother. Oh, she turned herself in on Tuesday as well. Did you allow the child to get crack cocaine? No, sir. Police say so far their investigation reveals that the crack was left open on the table. We went to the home to see if we could find out how the toddler is doing. The man inside did not come to the door but yelled through the window. The toddler was taken to Piedmont Noonan Hospital. For those who do not speak that language, he said, baby doing all right. Yeah, that's that down south right there and then to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta at Eggleston, where he was treated and released. The child's 17-year-old mother has not been charged. Any explanation on how the baby got the crack cocaine? What'd you say, Karen? No, I was like, 17-year-old mother. 17-year-old mother, 13-month-old baby, 34-year-old grandma, 22-year-old boyfriend. Oh, wow. I, I thought the numbers sound screwed up. Okay. And here's the most important part. Police tell us that 13-month-old baby boy is doing well tonight. Both the grandmother and her boyfriend are charged. Well, they shouldn't know that. Uh, I think the man yelled out the window, baby doing okay, so. Baby doing all right. Yeah. I want that dude to do the press release for the White House. <laughs> He's going to be straightforward and concise. With possession of crack cocaine, cruelty to children, and reckless conduct. Live in South Fulton County tonight. All right, chat room. It's time to play your favorite game and guess the race of... Uh, Everybody involved, but specifically the uh, the boyfriend, uh, Charlie Martin, 22 years old, who says the crack was his, but he, he loved baby girl. <laughs> the crack, yeah, the crack was his. Baby girl, he loved you, and mm-hmm. he would never. He love, he love you, baby girl. Mm-hmm. He would never do that to, to baby I never girl. do that. Mm-hmm. Baby doing all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I want, I'm serious. I want that baby doing all right dude to work for the White House or <laughs> press release or something. Like do NBA press releases and shit. Not bullshitting. Like, oh, it looks like uh, it looks like uh, Dwight Howard hurt his back again. Let's go check out the uh, Orlando Magic press conference to see what's going on. Uh, what's is what's going on with Dwight? Uh, is his backup okay? Dwight, be alright. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. It's like the black weatherman on uh, on Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just hollering. All right. Let's see what what people say. Um. Ass eater black says so ah. a bunny who is a native to the jungle says Leonard Brothers fourteenth having cracked up tar baby oh trap star master of communication black the 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 the, the boyfriend is a cheese eating Mac Miller fan disinterested Django descendant. <laughs> White as a Klan rally. Some country ass niggas. Correct answer is black. black. 
Mm-hmm. Black as the day is long. Baby yeah. doing okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta do right. Baby doing alright. Baby doing alright. No, you know you know that's that's a. I was like, wherever this is, this is down south. Uh, that they asked him was that yeah, his we'll drop some syllables. I guess he was like, fuck, fuck, uh, a lawyer. No, he was like, yeah, it's mine. I was like, but th- what, what? You you gonna admit to the show? Like, sir, right to remain silent. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. No, guess not. Apparently, he's like, know. I got the right to talk. He's like, I, I've seen First 48, and you ain't got to lie. No. I ain't had <laughs> no extra years. Yeah. Oh, uh, he man. might be trying to come up for somebody, too. All right. So, um, I got some more stories. Uh, we haven't talked about sword ratchetness yet, and uh, we need to. Yes, let's do this, son. Oregon State Police arrested 28-year-old Theodore G. Senaroff of salem on saturday after he was spotted swinging a three-foot samurai sword and swearing at a state parks employee near the state capitol building wow three feet that's that's almost my whole length Senarov was uh reportedly yelling obscenities at a landscaper near the state library and public service building at 8:23 a.m on saturday the witness said he felt threatened and Senarov got with got within several feet swinging his sword uh, Salem police and troopers responded, uh, and they arrested Senarov at gunpoint. A mental health examination is pending, uh, according to, uh, police pr- press. I'm sorry, you know how I was just thinking about though? What's up? How, that baby did crack, man. How the fuck you know that baby gonna be alright? He's <laughs> like, you know what? It was a crack baby in the first place. It's been on crack before. It's no problem. May have been. That's why he was like, this may be alright. This had go down in no time. Yeah, we'll get iced tea and do a fucking uh, montage of the baby exercising and drinking water and sweating in the storm. And the baby be alright. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just fucking mm-hmm. Cuban B crack use. <laughs> Ah, fucking, uh, a baby did crack, I'm man. I'm surprised the baby didn't overdose with some shit. Oh, my God. This did baby the baby died. even go to the hospital the way this sounds? The baby was like, uh, this isn't even the strongest crack. When my mama was pregnant, she, no, that she was did good the good stuff. stuff. She, she, oh. she did that stuff. She had the best dope dealer. That's the best intravenous drug use you can have. Yes, sir. Straight to the placenta. Yes, and I loved every second of it. Um. All right, so. A mental health examination is pending, according to a press release. He's in custody at the Marion County Jail and faces disorderly conduct and menacing charges. So, he's lucky he didn't get shot. Yes, he is. Speaking of sword worlders getting shot, police in the suburban Baltimore are investigating the fatal shooting of a sword-wielding man by an officer executing a warrant. And also executing a fool. Am I right? Up top. Yes, sir. And you know what? I'm surprised more stories don't end like this one. Yeah, most of them should. Authorities said uh, Baltimore County Police went to Rice, uh, Town. Man, I'm running into a lot of words. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking back here going, hmm, about that one. Reister Town? I don't know. Home late Thursday uh, seeking two other people for a Howard County shooting. Police say a Baltimore County officer killed 48-year-old Ronald Cox Jr. And Cox swung as he swung a sword and struck a shield that he was carrying. A sh- he had a sword uh-huh. and a shield? Or the officer Damn. had a shield? I, I, I don't understand. I hope the officer had, because if he had a sword and a shield, he came ready to battle. Yeah, didn't he? he was like soul caliber and shit. <laughs> Two legendary souls meet in the arena. Uh, the officer whose name was not released has been placed on administrative review 
uh pending a review i think they meant to say administrative leave um uh, the baltimore county's officers were executing a howard county warrant at the home howard county police say the officers arrested two people charged with attempted murderer for a june, june 19th attack on a 15 year old boy police say a third suspect in the attack was arrested friday afternoon so i guess well it's not like a video game what what it was like finish him he shot him or something right yeah they had a battle first yes the officer's finishing move his fatality was that that, that bullet <laughs> yes finish him pow that his head exploded and everything all right back to guess the race guys yes sir ocala which is in florida oh florida, oh, florida. a teenage mother wanted on a felony charge neglect uh felony neglect charge after leaving her one-year-old son at walmart during a botched retail theft was arrested at a local dance club late saturday she left her child at walmart because they were stealing some shit and didn't go right mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. she was and, on that casey anthony and she's like oh we're getting caught it's your fault baby leave the baby run and people think everybody's supposed to be a parent why Allison Niemeyer, 19, and her sister, Laura Niemeyer, 22, were both wanted for leaving the child during an attempted theft at Walmart. According to several probable cause affidavits filed by the Ocala Police Department after the arrest, this is what happened. A day and a half after the sisters fled Walmart, leaving behind the child and $57.12 worth of merchandise. Yep, that's what the baby was worth to them. Police received, a, <laughs> police received a tip from Crime Stoppers that the women were at the Ocala Entertainment Complex. The tipster said the women had driven to the dance club in a silver Dodge Durango. Police asked the club manager to page the owner of the vehicle to come outside. When the women appeared, they were arrested. The victim was the the women were arrested without incident. Each sister was charged with felony child neglect and retail theft. Allison Nehemiah was also arrested and charged with violation of probation, and her sister was also charged with resisting a merchant. What does that mean? Is this, mm-hmm. I guess it's for fleeing the Walmart. I'm assuming so. Allison Nehemiah is serving the probation at her house until 2021. Jesus Christ. Home arrest till 2021? Shit. What? She is serving probation on house arrest until 2021. They must have got tired of her ass. They was like, look, you're not committing enough crimes for us to put your ass in jail, but you committing enough crimes for your ass to be stuck at, at the house. Nigga, that is 10 years of house arrest. That's longer than T.I. Yeah, that's something serious right there. In connection with the home invasion robbery with a firearm, she was pregnant when the crime occurred. Wow. See, see, see these, these are the hood rats. That, yep. Mm-hmm. Dark haters, right? During the October 2010 robbery, five teenagers ah. were accused of committing a home invasion, uh, in which a 61 year old man was pistol whipped by one of the robbers. Authorities said Allison Nehemiah, whose boyfriend was in the group, was the getaway driver. Laura Nehemiah had pre- three previous convictions, so apparently her parents ain't shit, for retail theft, as well as convictions for grand theft and, uh, and uttering a forged instrument. So her, her sister was at the club, I wanted her sister was pregnant? Uh, I don't, no, 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 what, 
I don't think they're pregnant now. Okay, okay. This is back when this is back, okay. back when they first did this crime. Okay. Uh, that the 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 previous conviction. Yes. The original incident began unfolding at 1:45 p.m. Friday when Officer Melissa Beatti went to Walmart in response to a call about a retail theft and an abandoned child. A Walmart loss prevention officer told Beatti. I think that's how you pronounce it, Uetti, that the Nehemiah sisters had put clothes in the baby's diaper bag. As they left the store, the loss prevention officer stopped them and ordered them inside. Allison immediately ran, leaving her child behind with her sister, who soon broke free from the employee and also ran. The two sisters were picked up in the Walmart parking lot by a blue Ford Astor Aerostar van. Uh, along with the baby, officials recovered four women's shirts, a bathing suit, and a man's, men's white undershirts. So you know a dude was involved in this. Of course. Yep. Police contacted the Department of Child, Children and Family, which is taking custody of the child. This is why I have to keep paying high fucking prices. Well, guess the race, people. And Walmart prices aren't that high, Karen. So guess the race. Not that high, but they go up, though. Black man blowing Newport smirking, bur- smoking burgundy hair having white woman. Two carjacked vanilla milkshakes. The Girl Scout robbers, like the baby was like slowing us, like the baby was slowing us down. Mm. So like, just God, left the oh baby. I couldn't take it. Oh my God. Oh, the baby was so fucking slow. Why are you crying? Just because we stuck some clothes oh, in your bag. And that fucking bag was so heavy. Ugh. Uh, did you got the baby? No. It's always trying to get I me to eat it and like burp it and uh, change his pampers. Can you believe that? It's so what? fucking hard work. Baby, stop being a baby. Jeez. Uh, you got my nerves, baby. Uh, white trailer trash harlot who likes black man whose ankles will stink like hell after all those years of house arrest. Tyler Perry was already written a stage play about her. Medea be clubbing. Black, says Gregor Worldpeace. House nigga gonna raise my baby white, Angela says. Nigga, nigga, chicken dinner, says Brent. Uh, the correct answer is white. They are some white women. I'm surprised everybody got that one. I don't even know what the clues were. I was, I was assuming everybody would go black because, you know, all the stereotypical hood rat stuff that uh, is plaguing the black community. But they names, dog. Names make a difference. Yeah, Nehemiah. There's not a lot of black Nehemiahs. That's true. A 17-year-old upstate New York girl told police her angry father gave her an ultimatum early Friday. She should kill him or he'd kill her himself. Wait. Huh? He sh- he should She should kill him or he'd kill her and then himself. Trinity Copeland told police she begged her father to change his mind and that neither one of them had to get hurt. But he insisted. So she said she used his handgun to shoot 47-year-old Harlan Copeland in the head in the apartment they shared <gasps> in the industrial city. He said that he was going to kill us both or I was going to have to kill him. She told police in the statement, I said, I don't want to. He was like, then I'm going to kill you right now. Trinity Copeland was charged with second degree murder in jail without bail. It could not be immediately learned that she had a lawyer in her statement. Trinity Copeland said her father was angry because she used his ATM card to ring up charges of $122 and $32. She said he'd been drinking beer with the con- when the confrontation affer- occurred about 3 a.m. Friday. I said, no, 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 no. And he said, take the gun, and I took it. After pleading with her father once more, Trinity Copeland said she felt she had no choice. He was like, I'm not going to say it again. I was like, why do I have to kill you? Why do I have to kill you? He said, either way, he was going to die, and he was giving me a way out. Her father laid back on the couch. He said, do it. I told him I loved him and that I was sorry, and then I did it. I shot him. 
uh troy troy police captain john cooney said they have no d- reason to doubt copeland's story and that the evidence included in her statement supported second degree murder charge wow so do you believe that story Karen? for some reason it's just more to that like i don't know why i feel like it's more to that because if he set back and allowed you to shoot him you could have turned maybe like like maybe this is me like you could have turned around and ran out and he gave her the gun yes like you got the gun you you have a weapon in your hand it really seems like she could have left the apartment but maybe yes. i yeah maybe there's details that just got left out or, but, or, or maybe there uh there must be something like a no or maybe it was maybe it's some sign of a struggle you know but like it, it like i said it's it's more to this than meets the eye yeah what could the other evidence be? be and then you're talking about a teenager and then she's charging shit on his card yeah, yeah I mean, maybe you know what i mean and then the thing is okay. like it's like just as, like just as easily i would believe she charged shit on his card came home saw him sleeping on laying on the couch and killed him and then made up the story uh, yes uh, that's sad but i i will believe that better not believe the story right well here. guess the race of trinity copeland people and karen you can play along this time because you haven't seen a picture and i have okay all right so chat room uh the guess the race of trinity copeland the woman who had to kill her father or he would kill her uh delano said cops do not believe black people so i'm assuming he means uh she was white rich cracker says leonard brothers um then like uh nordic tracker i think that means white unloved white girl says a rod daughter equal young dumb yada worshiper daughter equal young dumb oh so is that black rain lover i'm assuming that's the people that worship rihanna i don't know the rules i don't know what these kids are into (laughs) karen what race do you think she was yeah black says rain lover i think she was white for the simple fact that uh they believe that story all right well correct answer is black i saw the picture of her earlier she was black she was black man wow yeah her dad i couldn't believe they bought that story and uh the clue for you guys should have been that um only a black man could get killed and nobody would give a fuck to investigate the story duh oh, i didn't think about that <laughs> it would have been a white daddy somebody would have cared um lufkin police arrested a woman last week accused of posing as another woman sending harassing text messages to herself that to herself barbara mott bordenlon 52 is charged with two counts of tampering with evidence and fraudulent use of identifying information she is being held in the angelina county jail on a collective bond of ninety five thousand dollars according to the arrest report bordenlon and a man reported it, uh, on july 9th that they received harassing phone calls or threatening text messages from a prepaid cell phone purchase earlier under the name of another woman. The threatening messages continued throughout the investigations and stated that friends of the woman would attack the two if they did not tell Lufkin police to stop the investigation into the harassment. Police like that was going to stop the stop them from investigating. Come on, dog. Police arrested Borderline on Thursday after the investigation revealed that she used the name of the woman to purchase the phone and make the messages. After she was booked in the jail, Borderline said she fabricated the messages, the story of harassment, but did not leave a reason for doing so, according to the report. She has no prior criminal convictions either. So guess the race of her. All right. What, what, what did the message be like? Well, fuck you, bitch. Right. I cannot believe she said <laughs> fuck you. 
Who is sending these messages? You're right. I know, I know that he never eats your pussy long enough. Why does she know these things? She She's know? talking about you now. Yes. I, I, I cannot believe this. <laughs> right. You, she, you should get a new, get your man to buy you a new car or else I'm going to kill both of y'all. She, I, she know I, I need a new car. I believe this. We need to do this. This is scary. I don't want to die. I, I can't believe this. She, uh, um, um, wait a minute. I got a new text. Um, he should be longer than five minutes. I, are you fucking her? She said you should be longer than five yeah. minutes for having, for having sex. She said take your time. I don't know what, how she knows. I, me either. Take I, your time or she will kill the dogs. I cannot believe you're having an affair. Right. Who is this woman? She said when you go to the basketball court, make sure you stop and get some milk on your way home. Or <laughs> both of us are dead. Dude. Make sure you do this. All right, the the chat room is guessing the race. They say I uh meat sweating cheese eater. Meat sweating. Wow. Multiple personality crazy eye having jigaboo says A Rod. Padded wall white. German says Brent. Uh, all right, look, that might be it for the guesses. So I'm going to tell you guys the truth is, white woman, and she does have crazy eyes. She does have crazy mm-hmm. eyes. She like she got half beat too. Yeah, I I still think that school teacher was had the best set of crazy eyes I've ever seen. Yeah, Sarasota, Florida, a Sarasota Memorial Hospital employee has been arrested for using a deceased patient's credit cards to make purchases. Oh, guess the race. The victim of the theft died in the emergency room on June tenth. Well, hey, you can't take it with you, right? Within hours after his death, his three credit cards were used to purchase airline tickets, bridal shoes, phone pay phone bills, and other assorted items totaling over $1,186. With the assistance of the Public Safety Office in the Sarasota Memorial Hospital, Margaret Nunn, a patient registration representative in the emergency room, was identified as the subject. Did they not? As the suspect, I'm sorry. Did they not alert his banks or anything like that that he died? Uh, I guess if you do it fast enough, nobody would know, right? That's true. During the investigation, probable cause was developed that none was responsible for the theft of the credit card numbers and the utilization of the victim's personal identification information. Uh, During an interview with the detective, none admitted to copying down the victim's driver's license information and credit card numbers and then using them to make purchases. On Wednesday, none was arrested on a warrant for identity theft and seven counts of credit card fraud. Guess the race, guys of margaret nine okay the chat room is saying dumbass i don't think that's a race uh <laughs> puerto ricans you know says so so glow dumb ass honky says brent who spelled dumb wrong so honky's everywhere laughing gregor world peace says white ah! credit score less than 400 tar baby says a rod cracker says rain lover elmer's glue white says Leonard brothers oh florida white says canuck duke uh correct answer is black margaret nunn was a black woman and she s- stole that shit yes yeah, she did and charged it up too how did she get to his wife was she just like <laughs> just like Dee! okay we're gonna announce him dead at 3 a.m um is that uh, his wallet y'all got back there i'm just coming in here to I'm clean just, the room let up. me just take his stuff to the back real quick he ain't gonna need this mm-hmm. baby don't nobody need to see mm-hmm. all this let me um, pull my iPad out and charge this shit up right now. Can I borrow a pen and some paper real mm-hmm. quick? I'll be right back. I'm make my list. Um, so, uh, 
guess the race of this one uh and uh, i don't think they have a picture so karen you can play along okay megan dusky fell four floors to her death oh after she tried to slide down a railing at the palmer house hilton <gasps> the parents of a woman who died at the haunted hotel ball ironic because it's gonna be haunted next year at the palmer house hilton in 2010 are suing the hotel and the event host james and deborah dusky claimed the daughter the death of their daughter megan at the halloween themed ball was due to negligence of the hotel and event companies who hosted the party in a lawsuit filed tuesday in cook county circuit court the suit names hilton worldwide the palmer house hilton surreal chicago and adrenaline y2k as the host of the parties Megan Dusky fell four floors to her death after she tried to sp- slide down a railing on the Palmer House Hilton. So, wow. The the suit claims the ho- the hotel and the event host allowed the people at the at the ball to consume unlimited amounts of alcoholic beverages after they paid for a ticket and failed to provide security to protect patrons from the ball of the ball. Uh, Dusky, 23, was an elementary school teacher. Well, not anymore. I mean uh you learn that you learn about gravity in like grade one and shit uh on the far south side she was dressed as a comic book superhero the silver specter when she died oh man i hate to see nerdy girls die man that's sad the the cook county medical uh examiner's office said dusky was dead at the scene and they ruled her death an accident the the 10 count suit seeks more than five hundred thousand dollars in compensation for her wrongful death Brian Pfeiffer, CEO of Surreal Chicago, one of the event's hosts, declined to comment on the suit because Desky's death occurred in the lobby of the hotel and did not happen while she was at the party. Wow, what a douchebag defense. <laughs> she fell to the first floor. That's, we, technically, we were four floors up. That has nothing to do with us. <laughs> she, she actually died uh, on the floor of the lobby, so I'm not sure what this has to do with my party. Like she fell, when she fell, when she left the party, she was alive. Now, four floors later, in two seconds, that's that different. Long, uh, I am not amused by this story. Um, it's a lot wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, a, um, one thing about drunk, some a lot of drunk people do a lot of dumb stuff. Right. Um, and I don't know if they had clauses and stuff saying that they would provide security. Like, that might be an issue. What kind of security can stop you from harming yourself, And, and that's the point. If I, you it, just decide to do some dumb shit because you're drunk. And, 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 and I guess my thing is this. Why would she think it was a bright idea to go down a pole fucking full of stories? Alcohol, man. Nothing Does, about that sounds bright. Well, she's a silver sur- specter, Karen. She can do anything. Why didn't she pull out her surfboard then? Oh, that's the wrong one. Yeah, you think about silver surfer. <laughs> silver specter. Oh, is, my is bad. All right, well, um, or silver, or was she silver sable? Yeah, silver specter is who she was. All right, so guys uh, in the chat room, what race do you think Megan was? Karen, you want to go first or you want to wait for everybody else? Oh, she was white. Okay, Megan, white name. It says Canuck Duke. Uh, blame it on the goose. Yeah, had a feeling loose, of course. Um, <laughs> vanilla pudding cup white. Um, Mega Meg finally shut up white. Ha! <laughs> From my family guy. Yes. Future John Rivers, Crip Kicker, lookalike white. A woman named Snow who hangs out with seven dwarfs white. So white, she clear saltine. Changed her name from Sandusky to hide our identity white. <laughs> Blonde cheese lover, vanilla pudding cup white, little tass says white. 
the a white bitch that opened to anal. Says Trigger Trey. Uh, she's open to a lot now. Um, yes, she is a whole lot. The um, correct answer, like a lawsuit. Correct answer is white. All right. Yes, yeah, I'm about to say if you just said black. I'm like, nigga, you lying. All right, this is the last story of the day, guys. Okay. Made it through a whole episode where we really didn't have shit to talk about. Um, another Florida story. Man, Florida really ended it strong. <laughs> really, I'm trying to tell you. Chill, yeah. take a break, and they lose their minds, don't they? Yeah, they're good. Like, we were doing pretty good with, with stories, and then all this shit started ending in Florida. Clay Charles Hickenbottom, guess the race, 50 years old, of Arab, Alabama, is accused of trying to force his way into his ex-girlfriend's house in Defoniac Springs, reports the Northwest Florida Daily News in Fort Walton Beach. When he failed to do so, Hickenbottom then placed a venomous water moccasin in the truck of a man who was inside the home. What? Right. So he was so mad that he put a venomous snake inside the truck of his rival lover. Like, his, his I guess his, the rival, you know, that was uh, having sex with his ex-girlfriend. Her new boyfriend. He was arrested on the high lonesome road. How appropriate. All right, man. So guess the race of Clay Charles Hickenbottom, snake killer. Wow. Gerbil in the ass smuggling white, says Soglo. Ex-snake handling evangelist preacher white. <laughs> Swamp people white, snake talking white man. <laughs> like river monsters white. Yes. Bottom row of teeth sticks out white. <laughs> one who has roll damn tie bumper sticker under his confederate one. Backwoods, backwards ass, pale skin devil, storage, store, storage wars white, and sling blade white. Correct answer is white. Everyone got that. <laughs> I guess they did. It was on it. All right. This has been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Make sure you guys are going to check out the YouTube page for yes. Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, you know, check, check out, out Fries on iTunes. You can either search my name, Roderick Morrow, or you can search just Fries. Uh, and download that audio play. I think it's like 99 cent or something it like is. that. Uh, it'd be a big help to the podcast, big help to Dexter. Yes, it will. And his investors. Uh, make sure you check out their YouTube page. I have the link up for you guys later. Um, and Adam and Eve, code TBGWT, 50% off one item, three free DVDs, uh, free sensual gift, and free shipping. So, Take care of yourself and do that. Yes. Of course, we'll be back Saturday for a feedback show. Uh, go to the Blackout Tips. Go to BlackoutTips.com and uh, do all the appropriate things while you're there, guys. Subscribe, donate, donate your account, check out the store, check out the Tumblr. Uh, you know, a myriad of things you can do. Of course, to contact the show, leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in VAT. The show Twitter is at TBGWT. And um, I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, until next time, when you're leaving us five-star iTunes reviews, uh, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Nigga on your peace boat, my hotel cost a kilo, banking like a free boat.
blows, gold chains, beans in my hand, girl in the car, she still with a man, but she see me tomorrow, homegirl on that masterpiece, watch us ball like referees, I'm necessary, this, we just trying to function, you just bought them feelers, cause my cousin packed them heaters, we don't wipe them like Khalifa, we just party, then we leave them, tell them that we here, we don't really see it, my girl look best when she only wear a bit of Q and Beano in the house, and you niggas in the Senate. Get it, boys out on my bed. That's a